We're not just doing this for money. We're doing it for a shitload of money. talking last week just mute unless you have something to say oh everybody but the cat wants to be or if you're jay just stay muted through the whole show it'll be okay man (laughs) yeah (laughs) nice all right (laughs) what the fuck is that it's messed up (laughs) that used to be my ringtone for when my wife called me. Yeah, so the one we're going to be a little different this week because we're not going to be able to hear the sounders. I'm going to have to edit all the sounders in. <laughs> <laughs> who, who got that? I'm sorry. That's awesome. <laughs> How, oh, what, Jay. How'd you do that one, Jay? It's actually I just stuck my phone up to the mic. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded that because I was thinking of you from the last podcast when we needed the crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that's the one I was using last week was pretty made, but there's one I don't remember what the hell it's called. It, it's got a really gay ass name, but it's got like a soundboard where you can do like all the morning zoo fucking noise sounders and shit. <laughs> zoo fucking, you know, zoo fucking. <laughs> Still better zoo than this fucking, fucking movie. <laughs> I I've seen videos of that before with like donkeys, oh, and horses, and shit. Don't admit to that. You're own, you'll end up in court. Oh, oh yeah, you can't even watch them now? No, dude, that's illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought if the animal's consenting, it's okay to watch the video. <laughs> Only Just because the animal page. nods. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if the animal comes, it's willing. <laughs> <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah. I hope not. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, yeah. That's how they... That's the whole intro to this episode. If the animal comes, it's will. Christ. Are we going to start this fucking show or what? Do it. We already did. Welcome to Movie Night Podcast. This is your MC Rhino. Joining me this week is... Apocalypse Dan. Jay Dirty. Yo, like it's on Dead Muffin. (laughs) Undead. You are going right to hell, Muffin. (laughs) 
<laughs> Poor shizzle muffin, you're going to hell. Oh, shizzle. Hell yeah, motherfuckers. Kind of a prelude to what tonight's movie was, but we're going to uh, we're going to switch things up. You hissing sissy motherfucker. We're going to switch things up this week, and we're going to kind of talk about our week before we get to the movie, and we'll make the movie like our little main event because the movie is that that good. So we're oh, it is great. We're, we're going to tease it out and make you listen to the whole show to hear how good the movie was. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> uh, you will not be sorry. The movie for we're listening. talking about is, of course, the inimitable Insane in the Brain. The only black exploits apocalypse movie out there. Oh, and he already deal. used the term. Yeah, starring. I trademarked it, man. That bitch is fine. <laughs> starring absolutely nobody. It's <laughs> kind of a fat-looking Rosario Dawson. If you can imagine Rosario Dawson with like an extra three hundred pounds, she's in this movie. Fat with a ph. It and has this... that uh, Chad guy yeah. in it. He's white, so I I remember who he is. And this was not made by <laughs> Cypress Hill. <laughs> All right, well, we're not we're not talking about this yet. We'll get to it. Uh, let's let's uh, start out. We'll go around the table, talk about what we've been uh, watching for the last week. You guys, why don't we can stick to our usual order? Let's see what the mighty apocalypse. Wait, who, who goes and, first then? Uh, Apo- me first? <laughs> what the hell? It's like the first time we've ever done that. All right. Well, you're gonna hate me, Rhino, because I had a very movie eventful week. Um. I'm just going to list out the bad ones first because we'll kind of go through those. I uh, I was Wake forced up, to sit down and watch. Apocalypse Dan is done, and I'm going to take a nap real quick. <laughs> Fuck you, Jay. Please see dirty. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I'm a big fan of uh, of Miyazaki movies generally, but this is the first one I ever watched, and it actually bored me to tears. Uh, it was it was really poorly done. Um, the same art style as usual, but the storyline is it's geared for like two year olds. I think they're the only people who could possibly pay attention to this storyline and be interested. My 13 year old daughter was excited by it, but I just wanted to, I wanted to tear my fucking eyeballs out and stomp on my nuts so that I would then have to watch any more of this movie. Um, I mean, you know, and this so is the guy who gave like skull? Princess Mononoke and spirited away five stars. I, I could not fucking stand this movie. If you, if you have Anything above a five-year-old intelligence uh, and or our male, do not see Ponyo. It is the hey, worst fucking... Hey, I actually liked that. I liked it when I watched it I in theaters. I wondered about that because I saw it. I think it's streaming now, isn't it? Yeah, I, I believe don't know. it is. Yeah, because I noticed it and I was wondering what it was. <laughs> no, no, I'm glad I know. <laughs> um, I also saw the second X-Files movie, uh, X-Files, The Truth is Out There, whatever the fuck the new one is. Uh, basically, it's like, yeah, we'll take the nine seasons of X-Files plus the movie, and we're just going to go ahead and change everything. And uh, yep. and and Mulder and Scully are boning down, and it's pretty much all about uh. like her being a surgeon. And I'm like, this... These aren't the same fucking characters that I watched through nine seasons. It, there's no connection to anything that happened other than they throw in some characters. It was, it was fucking awful. And uh, just uh, they they could have made it a really good werewolf episode. Like I think the <laughs> one of the first episodes of X Files ever saw. Well, because they had this whole thing where these people were getting like mutilated, and they kept finding like dog hairs and dog tranquilizer and shit like that. And they just throw all that away and just have it be random crazy dude chopping up body parts. Yeah, it was stupid. That's us. Avoid. Um, I saw the movie Carriers with uh, with Captain Kirk in it, Chris Pine. This could have been an excellent post-apocalyptic movie if they had, I, I don't know, if they had just had Chris Pine's character and omitted the entire rest of his crew, this would have been an awesome movie. I, He's the only one who could make a decent decision in the whole movie. I hated that movie. And, uh, I hated that movie. 
Yeah. I almost the, the it was a rental. I almost broke it in half. I hated that movie. The Damn. survival skills used by these people are worse Ooh. than I, I've seen in any apocalyptic movie. I mean, they they really think that a little bit of cling wrap and some painter's masks are going to protect them from a virus. This is the man versus and, wild version of what to do so, in an apocalypse. Like what the? Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and, and the only person who can who can have anything close to resembling a survival tactic is Chris Pine. He actually does pretty good. It, it's just. Whoever was writing this, I, I don't know. It's, it's like a fucking Corey London uh, survival tactics. Hideous. Hate it. Um, then I saw uh, Run, Lola, Run, which is a 1980s supposedly sci-fi, which I had originally thought was like... I got it mixed up with Cherry uh, Cherry 2000 or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's not that at all. It's a really good indie action film that has kind of like a time loop motif. Every time something goes wrong, she just like rewinds everything back and tries it again okay. it's a really good See, i tried watching it. I, I really enjoyed it. i tried watching it a long time ago and it really bored the hell out of me so i turned it off but maybe i just got to stick with it yeah it well see mostly it's it's like you know how the little things you do because like she'll run into somebody and the movie will stop and then we'll see like a series of still photographs of what happens to that person after she runs into them uh-huh. and each time she does the loop things will change for each of these people. So like one time she runs into this woman and the woman's cursing her out and, you know, they show her, she walks around the corner, gets hit by a car, has a big lawsuit and ends her life with like a big lottery winning check. And then the next time she's going through, she sidesteps the woman and uh, we see the woman gets arrested for drug possession and dies an addict alone in a closet and stuff like that. So it's really cool because every, every person she interacts with has a different outcome depending on how she handles the situation. So it is sort of sci-fi, but it's like a flash forward version of Donnie Darko without all the mopey, whiny emo shit. No bunnies. Um, wow. Butterfly no bunnies. Yeah, a lot better than Butterfly Effect. It, it's really fast paced and, and pretty engaging, too. I mean, it's almost got like a Tarantino kind of effect for the way they do the action and the dialogue. It's not as good as Tarantino, but it's it's an easy four stars. Check out. I saw The Searchers, which is the only hardcore John Wayne Western I've ever seen. It's a fucking badass movie. I mean, they deal with some heavy shit, like like serious serious racism and what kind of effects it has on the people who live that lifestyle. Um, Half breeds. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's like serious stuff. Like what happens to people who are raised in in somebody else's culture and then like try and reassimilate. It, it's serious. Like people who spend their whole lives on vengeance and then have nothing else but that vengeance eating them up. It, it's like hardcore western and. And Hollywood was only able to ruin a couple individual scenes in the movie with his little sidekick buddy. But other than that, I mean, Wayne plays a pretty fucking hardcore, like almost like an unforgiven kind of character. Yeah. It was really Damn. surprised the hell out of me. To check out. Um, then I saw uh, Moon, which I cannot recommend this movie highly enough. The 90% of the movie is like a flawless sci-fi. That's what I thought, too. Um, 90% of it was it, really it's good. It's only till the ending. When they, when they get... There's actually there's a problem with like the ending, which is the last five percent, and there's a part in the middle where they missed an opportunity. Um, I don't want to ruin anything with spoilers, but I thought the ending was a really cheap Hollywood way out yeah. of the situation. That's another. And there's one. a section in the middle where the, the he he leaves this perimeter outside of his base, and he runs into something else. And instead of being what it was supposed to be, it's just like empty buildings and shit. Yeah. And it should have been something else entirely. See, that was to me, but this movie missed a lot of potential. This movie could have been absolutely amazing five-star movie. Yeah. But I think they dumbed yeah. the story down to try and sell it better. You know, I, 
But it's really only those two places. The rest of, I mean, the interaction between See, God, but it's they could have. There's, so there's certain I mean, Sam does a really good job of acting and everything. Yeah. And there's certain things they could have stretched out in certain areas that would have it would have changed the way you viewed the movie. You know, because you're basically viewing it from the outside. You don't have any information he doesn't have. So, you know, right. you're kind of left out in the cold the same way he is. I think they could have stretched that out longer. They they kind of jump into the... It could have been a longer movie. The The ending really rushes oh, up on ending. you. Because, I mean, you're, you're getting to know the characters so yeah. well. And, I mean, the, the characters are really deep. Yeah. They they have their own personality facets, and, and it's fascinating and everything. I, I definitely give it four stars. I probably would have gone five if they had done a little better in that one middle section and if they had ended it better than they did. Because yeah. it was a it was a really shitty 1980s sci-fi kind of ending of, woo, happy, happy, happy. And it's yeah. like, fuck you. They this, cut, this movie needed to have a shitty ending. They could have cut the last like three or four minutes off of that movie and just rolled credits. Definitely. And that movie would have been if a half If they had left better. it even indefinite yep. and we didn't know what happened at the ending, that would have been hot too. Yeah. But, that would have yeah, been way better than they, what they, they did. Yeah. You know, surrogates had a lot of the same problem, too. Is, you know, it, they just, I don't know, they cheesed out on the ending. What's stupid, though, is with Moon, it feels like somebody went in and doctored the script to make it more mainstream so people would see it in a theater. Yes. Then they didn't do a nationwide fucking release on it. Yeah. Well, that you know, that they, they probably fiddled it with it the way they tried to fiddle with uh, Trick or Treat and stuff like yeah. that. But Trick or Treat it got away pretty much untouched. But I mean, if it's going to be Moon limited, if it's going to be a limited release, I mean, just leave it the hell alone. You're already, you know, not trying to mass market the damn thing. Just leave it alone. <laughs> I definitely. And then uh, I was definitely recommend people go ahead. check it out. Till that movie kicked ass. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth renting. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it. I just I wish that they had some alternate stuff out there. But the last movie I saw, which I saw last night, was uh, the only five star of the whole bunch. I saw The House of the Devil. And this is a movie that um, it, it's really hard to tell at first if it's a new movie or a, a retro, like, late 70s, early 80s kind of movie. Because it's actually a retro 80s movie, but it all the cinematography and camera work is done with, like, today's cameras and techniques was... and everything. So it's just crisp and gorgeous. But everything that they're filming is totally vintage, like, 1983. The, the music, every... Like, they go to pizza joints that have, like, tables that would have been there in the 80s. She's got a, a really crappy-looking Walkman, and it's just – it's nearly flawless throughout. In, in the whole course of the movie, I only spotted two mistakes the whole time. And, I mean, I was looking for, for shit yeah. to complain about, but there was, like, nothing in this movie. The, the acting is awesome. The character is – I mean, she's a – She's a, a, a college sophomore or whatever, but she's actually a kind of likable person. You find yourself engaged in what's going on. They build tension fantastically through the whole movie. And it, the whole thing is just a mind screw where, you know, you know bad stuff's going to happen because it's the house of the devil. Yeah. You know, you're expecting house of a thousand corpses kind of action. And they build up the tension really well. They don't disappoint with the ending. A, and uh, the effects are all there. Everlab actually just did a, a, the, a review on this one last week. They were saying mm -hmm. this was all shot on 16 millimeter with actual um, of the of the era cameras. So they actually that's why it looks so 80s mm. is because they use yeah. know, the film. They use the cameras. The, the credit sequences is, is all 80s, too. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just it looks like the start of like Halloween or uh, or any of your really good 70s and, and early 80s kind of horror movies. But but just gorgeous. They've, they've got a really cool scene where the two girls are driving towards this babysitting gig. 
if you've seen the trailer, you already know yeah. that. And and they're filming them from the car, and you can see the train going by. But unlike most movies, which have a really shitty translate, you know, where it's obviously a rolling photograph of of terrain moving by you can actually see the terrain moving by correctly it's it's the correct distance away and it's not you know two guys rocking a car like we had in tonight's yeah. piece of shit spoiler spoiler i had no problem giving five stars cool. i i could not find any reasonable flaws in it yeah no i love 16 millimeter that's man. A, it's, i think almost everything i've seen on 16 millimeter i just i love the look of it yeah if you like if you like vintage horror or um, really good uh, mental kind of horror, I would recommend House of the I Devil. Like it. It's good stuff. <laughs> All right, Jay, what have you been watching? Yep, Jay. Oh, Jay. Is it my turn? Nothing. He's oh, not watched man. anything. Uh, uh, excuse Watch me. Watch the back okay. of his eyelids. You asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's gonna go cry. <laughs> okay. First thing I watched me, was. <laughs> Don't slit your wrist, Jay. Shut up. I'm talking now. Jesus fuck, Jay. Say something. <laughs> hey, can you get started or something, man? You're you're kinda dragging this out, man. Yeah, you're getting kinda hissy fit, aren't you? Are you ragging today or something? You're a hissing fifty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hissy fit. God damn it. This is gonna be a four hour oh, episode. Snap. Yeah, no shit before anybody gets the movie's done. I watched Jesus, Jay, how long did you spend on this? <laughs> Jay watches one movie and has a half-hour segment. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I watched The Vampire's Assistant. How how did you feel about it? <laughs> uh, It was actually a pretty good movie. What was it about? Was there any junk in it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it was everywhere. It was John no. C. Riley's, wasn't it? Yeah. Ah, uh, that's what I thought. That's, that's exactly what it was. I say he's got nice junk. Oh, that's going <laughs> in a promo. <laughs> oh, he's got nice junk. I don't care. Okay, have I any have guys wish. even heard of the Vampire's Assistant? No, I, I've actually yes. seen the trailer. It trailer. looked like a knockoff of Twilight, so I've been like avoiding it like syphilis. Well, they're they're not sparkly vampires. They're allergic to sunlight. They're uh, allergic. Pr- pretty brutal. <laughs> Do they I mean, burst into of, flame? Yeah, the fuckers ain't bursting into flame. I ain't watching. That's all I'm gonna say. From now, that's my that's my criteria for vampire movies. You motherfuckers better burst See, into flame as soon as the first rays of light hit you, or I, I ain't shouldn't watching. even admit this. But in the uh, interview with a vampire, they burst into flames. Not that I've seen it. I've heard from people. <laughs> from people. It's not nearly as good as the book. The book was oh, way better. God. That was before she got totally oh. sexual with her vampires. God, this is getting lame. See, by the third book, they don't burn in the sun so either. So one of the so. two people listening, if you'd like to start a podcast, send an email to... <laughs> yeah. Can I go ahead yeah, and continue with my on, movies? Jay. Are you guys Fuck. done? Yeah, Jay, what's the hold up? do here? <laughs> anyway, I won't say movie. anything. That movie kind of sucks. It takes so long. <laughs> God. Fuck you, Dan. Uh, and I watched Child's Play 3 with my kids. Attaboy. That's that's streaming right now on Netflix. Yes, it is. So that was, that was the perfect thing to sit down with the kids and introduce them to uh, Chucky. What all happens in 3? I don't remember 3. That's before. when they go to the military school. I thought that was 2. 
No, that's three. Okay. Yeah, that's when he's all grown up, and then Chucky has to go travel to the military school to find him. Cool. I remember watching that when I was four years old. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the the first thing my daughter said was, is that a baby doll? (laughs) (laughs) So I knew from there that it was going to be a whole lot of eye covering. and. How old are your two kids? Uh, three and four, four five. <laughs> <laughs> they have to sleep with the lights on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you they need to do now is get them like a super-sized cabbage patch and just like put it in the bed next to them without warning them ahead of time. Do you remember? See what's messed up is I found this uh, thing on a website where it's a Chucky doll <laughs> that's attached to a that's attached to one of them. Uh, like the wheels that if you pull it backwards, it rolls forwards. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to roll that by the door. <laughs> Parent of the year. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, it's mean, but it's never too early. Yeah, that's funny. No, no. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I watched Ninja Ninja Assassin. That was a. Uh, had a whole lot of gore. Man, there was so much sword play and. I don't even know what they call the chain with the big dagger hook on the end of it. Like Krotos has got or what? Yeah, that's that's what it was. Really? It was a lot like that. And man, it was so fucking badass. See, I, I heard it was basically you watch it just for the action scenes at the story. Yeah, yeah. Lame. Yeah, you could watch that movie on mute. And not have to, and not miss anything that had. I still have no clue what happened in the story. <laughs> like porn. <laughs> yeah, I was just watching mm-hmm. the action. And my, mm-hmm. my jaw was on the floor. So. Let's take a five minute break. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes. How many times are you gonna do it? Four. Undead's on the podcast. Okay. Whew. That was exhausting. All right, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! I didn't have the mic muted. <laughs> and, okay, that's all I watched. So, all right. wow, Jay, that sure took long. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Thought it was right, never going to end. Well, it's your see. turn, did. Okay. Well, muffin, you go. I'm trying. The damn cat just got out of its room, so I'm afraid. Oh it's shit! Start Here we Jesus Christ! It knows how to fucking open all cats. Welcome back to Kitty Cat. Kitty Cat <laughs> Um, well, I'll try to hurry up and get this done. I watched The Perfect Getaway, which hurry I would... It's taking too long. I <laughs> uh, don't take long. <laughs> that, that came out that's worse. That's what she said. I'm going to ask your wife now if that's true. <laughs> Is it true Muffin's a minute, man? What the hell? <laughs> that's a metric minute, too, so it's only like 45 seconds. <laughs> uh Anyways, <laughs> yo, like I've been watching, <laughs> not gonna, I won't do that all the way through. Uh, I watched Halloween too, which the new was, one. Yes. Um, What'd you think of it? I was actually a little, little bit disappointed. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I enjoyed it. Um, I really liked the feel of the first Halloween one that he did, but this one just seemed to be a little off. Well, it's a good thing uh, your opinion don't parts, really matter. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, like, what? But I'm because I'm curious because so many people hate it just because of the whole Rob Zombie doing it thing. I'm for the people who like it or hate it. I'm interested in knowing what uh, what it is well, about I, it that you like or didn't like. Well, I have no problem with Rob Zombie doing it. I mean, like I said, I like the uh, 
the first one. The only Rob Zombie movie I really don't care for is The House of a Thousand Corpses. And I like oh the last twenty I like the last twenty minutes of that. Oh see, I hated the last twenty minutes of it. I like the yeah, same. I thought I liked the, the first movie, like the last twenty minutes. I'm like, what the fuck is this? That's what I liked about the last twenty minutes. I wish the whole movie could have been that fucked up and Doctor Satan and so, everything. So Muffin, what parts of Halloween two did you like? What were your favorite parts of of it? Let me guess. You liked the whiny high school girl, and then you picked uh... <laughs> the brutal kills, right? Yeah, I, I really liked the kills. Oh, I love the uh, when the ambulance wrecked. Oh my god! Yeah, what did I you think of the white that. horse and game stuff? What? Oh, the white horse. What did you eh. think of the white horse and the stuff? It was all right. I think. Rhino, you had you had been agreeing with me that that was like your favorite part, and the kills got a little extravagant and like self-absorbed. To right? me, the, my favorite part was just little Michael and Big Michael's interaction. How you know? Yeah, that was to me the best part, and that's I had no problems with any, even the kills that got Come a little long. Guys, it I said good. it was my favorite part too. <laughs> Sorry. What was that? Did, I think wait, somebody hacked into our show. A, yeah, it's like what the hell is this? <laughs> J dirty or something. It looks like a hobo. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully that one goes. No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to leave you out, Jay. It'd be cool if that one went <laughs> streaming. I'd like to actually do a show on that one because I think we all sounds like everybody oh, yeah. pretty much liked it. So be kind yeah, of... I mean, I I liked it. Yeah. I wanted to watch it again because um, uh, for some reason well, it seems even... like I wasn't fully focused in on it. Yeah. But I think the wife already sent it back to Netflix. So even. Even movies that annoy me, like Eden Log, I, I like having them on the the podcast because it brings out a lot of discussion. You know, we right. can we can talk about what we do it. This movie, like tonight, is just fucking brutal because <laughs> it's just not. This was probably one of the worst as far as discussion wise. Because I mean, they're really just it was not just man, just get this fucking movie over. He, with. Even yeah. watching it as a group did not help tonight's movie at all. Unlike God, Twilight was a lot better with four of us. Sorry. <laughs> now, see, I said that, and you stole it from me. That's bullshit. I'm who keeping everything from who you. Who the hell man. is that? Does somebody have a friend over there? <laughs> All credit goes to Jay Dirty, president of Jay Dirty Enterprises. He is the one who said that. Even <laughs> JDE. <laughs> uh, anyways. Anywho. Uh, I watched um, The Perfect Getaway. Um, is that with Charlie Sheen? No, uh, this one, I think that was the name of Perfect Getaway. I don't care. It was, wasn't was a movie I would really recommend. I mean, it was all right, but you can predict the ending. It's um, this couple, they're on their honeymoon. They're in Hawaii. There's a murderer. That it, It's a couple murderer. Oh, I, yeah, I know what one you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I've seen in the previews for that. My wife watched and she said it was really predictable. Because the whole, the whole premise of the movie is basically a diversion as far as you don't know who's the bad guy. But my yeah. wife said she said it was really predictable through the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, the only thing I really liked about it is once the killings kind of start, they take a different take on them. Like, uh, you know, the good guys do a little bit differently than how in most horror movies good guys are like, oh, no, we're so stupid and we can't do shit. Uh they kind of were smart about what they were doing. So I, I like that. So if you're going to watch it, watch it for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> Cause damn, that's, that sucks. So did you say it's at least worth checking out though? Worth a rental? Yeah, it's worth a rental. Okay. Um, and then I watched, I think it's called dead girl. That one about the documentary of the uh, girl yeah. making a zombie movie did not no, watch zombie girl. 
Dead zombie, zombie girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. Zombie dead. girl. Zombie girl. Yeah. yeah. Dead girl's a good one too. Yeah, I like Dead Girl, but That's Zombie right. Girl got on my nerves because the thing. It just seemed like this little girl wanted to make a movie, but wanted her mom to do everything. And at the same time, her mom was Have you more seen like Pathogen Muffin. I haven't watched it yet. That's I the movie that she's actually making in the doc. Well, that's what I was. I've been looking for Pathogen. I haven't seen it yet. But uh, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I guess that the movie's good. It's good. But as far as the documentary goes, I mean, it's just more or less. It seems like a kid behaving like a kid, expecting mommy to step in and do everything for him. And I, I just, like, why glorify that? I agree. <laughs> I agree. And uh, then uh, the other day, we couldn't really go see Dad at the hospital, uh, but we were already over there. And they have a cheap, cheap theater, $5 a ticket. But they gouge you with the fucking prices of popcorn, which is like $6 a bucket. Is that $5 oh, American nice. or Canadian? American. Ooh, jeez. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we watched The uh, Crazies, the remake. Really? And I have to say, I really fucking love that movie. Cool. I mean, I'll say, yeah, I've heard a lot of bad stuff about that one. I've heard a few good things and a few bad things. I think the main thing is people are complaining because it's a remake, and a lot of people just love to complain. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. It's it's a remake that isn't exactly like the original, but they take cues from the original, and you can tell that they've taken the cues, and it's kind of like, oh yeah. They took that from the first one, but it's not too bad that it sticks out like a sore thumb. That's cool. And, I mean, honestly, this is the first movie in a while that, uh, well, for years now, uh, that actually is kind of scary to me because the concept of a disease that would just make people go crazy. I mean, to me, it's different than zombies. That's another thing I always hear people saying, oh, this is, they've turned it into a zombie movie. They did not turn this into a zombie movie it is crazy people so is this like 28 days later kind of thing or no it's it's nothing like a zombie movie okay it's literally like how the original one was just crazy people and um it's just i don't know a lot of doing jay (laughs) (laughs) he's scratching my beard no that's jay he's doing something (laughs) that's what i mean he's scratching my beard your damn mic (laughs) <laughs> my, my dog's in the plastic bag. Hang on. <laughs> You're not supposed to put dogs in plastic bags. Burlap sacks is what you put them in. That's the sound of my dog suffocating. <laughs> Did you throw him in the creek? No, he's dead. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but Crazies is good. Uh, really, if you've liked, liked the first one, because I found parts of the first one, the original one, to be slightly boring, but this one was really good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got to say about it. It's really good. <laughs> Everybody. So you went inside in the theater. Yeah. Muffin? Yeah. Was it was it worth the the theater admission price, or is it something you're probably better off waiting for DVD or? Uh, I think it was, I think it's worth the admission price because I mean, like I said, it, it's been a long time since I've seen a movie that was, you know, and you got to remember at the time I was completely fucking depressed that day. And this movie was able to draw me away from it, which is very hard when I get depressed. So, yeah, I mean, that that just tells you how good of a movie it is. I mean, they even threw out uh, a mention of brain bleeds in it, and I didn't go, oh, dad. So (laughs) I was still drawn into the movie. Shit, I completely forgot. I saw Alice in Wonderland this weekend, too. I was supposed to write it down on my list. (laughs) Holy shit, how could you forget about that? Was it good? 
I, yeah, actually, it was. The only problem with the entire movie was the fact that they uh, tacked on the 3D at, like, the 11th hour. It, uh, if I had seen oh, the really? 2D version, it would have been perfect. But the 3D is... It's the real D3D, the same as Avatar, but yeah. because they tacked it on so late, they do such a botched job of it that when they I actually heard, have the 3D scenes, it gets blurry and out of focus. Um, I heard action, uh, Johnny Depp was kind of upstaged in that movie. Um, the only problem I had with the entire movie was the 3D. I mean, they follow the original storyline. The uh, the Bandersnatch is more frumious than ever. The Jabberwocky's perfect. Uh, the Mad Hatter, instead of being a, a happy little gay guy, is like, a fucking insane badass warrior kind of guy, the way the original Hell story yeah. presented it. So is this like it, a four star or five? Really? But the only problem with Damn. it is the 3D. And uh, by the time I get it home, that won't be a problem because I'll get the 2D version. Right. Cool. That's my. Yeah, they, they, need stop, they need to stop putting 3D in these movies because when they don't start it as 3D, when they tack that shit on the end, it looks like shit. There's yeah. a scene where she's falling down the hole, and they wanted to do a really cool 3D falling down a hole effect and it it looked like cardboard cutouts lined up in front of a black hole and looked I like, just like wanted flat layers going past it was hideous the, well, that's the 3D good. Was my theater is only 2D so yeah yeah save yourself 3 bucks see the 2D version it's way better than 3D my all three of my girls are really they love every Alice in Wonderland they can get their hands on so they're yeah. just chomping at it, the bit for this one and this is the best one i've ever seen i mean it, everything is just Every character is the Dormouse is 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 fucking awesome. Oh, they're I mean, gonna love everything it. is. Helena Bottom Carter really tops herself as as the Red Queen, and you she can get really she can get on my nerves really quick. But you know she's as good in this as she is in like Fight Club. It's just perfect for the role. Yeah, from what I've seen from and the trailers, yeah. from what I've seen from the trailers, this looks just bizarre. You know everything about it is just the it's whole gorgeous. visual of it. Cool. See, if they had started this as 3D and hadn't tacked the shit on at the end, I think it would have been an awesome vehicle for 3D. But doing it at the last minute like that, none of the scenes were choreographed for 3D, and it just looks like shit. So can I talk about stuff now? or You can, yeah. but I not really <laughs> <Hold> listen. <laughs> I'm going to mute you. <laughs> I Actually, I watched quite a few movies this week. I probably don't even remember most of them. Uh, I'll just talk about a few that, I, that stood out. Uh, the the first one I saw was Hellboy two. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Hellboy really, two. I like that one. Finally saw that. I really liked the first Hellboy. Finally got a chance to. See. I like most of Guillermo del Toro's stuff, and this one really was just another great Guillermo del Toro. Maybe not the strongest story ever, but the visuals just blow this fucking movie away. Hell yeah. This is just a great movie to watch. Um the fuck else did I watch? Watch 2001 Maniacs. I don't know if you guys ever heard of this one. It's a pretty small title. Got Robert England in it. It's a movie about a bunch of college kids going on spring break. They end up in a town down south that was killed during Sherman's March. And every year at the same time, this town, the ghosts of this town come back to life and uh, basically like sacrifice some northern Yankees. It's it's as lame as it sounds, but it's got a bunch of decent wow. kills and stuff. Um, do do any of you guys listen to Nineteen Nocturne? Because they just had a story like almost identical to that in this week's uh, in, in this latest uh, podcast. I haven't listened to uh, the new ones. No, I haven't listened. I listened to one a while back, and I haven't. That's the other thing because I've been to, other than movies. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks. 
ever since that goddamn Death Troopers. I've just been burning through audiobooks. Like I said, I listened to Isaac Asimov's Foundation on audiobook. Uh, you don't like even the the Foundation ones, Dan? Um, to be honest with you, I I kind of burned my way through all of Isaac Asimov, and um, I don't know. I, I liked iRobot as the book, the yeah. movie. I really got pissed off, but 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 after that, especially with like Robots of Dawn and the Empire and Foundation series, he's his science is so shitty. It God, yeah. it just it just pisses me off. I can't enjoy a story where where someone can't even like follow basic laws of physics and shit like that. I really like the foundation one, so I've been going back through those. But I went through foundation, I went through the Han Solo trilogy for the Star Wars, which was really cool because it basically takes Han Solo from uh basically from the time he was born right up until the where he ends up in the cantina at Tatooine. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, I watched uh, 1984's 1984. Ooh. Which was a that actually come out in '84? I thought yeah. that came out. That's the one with John Hurt in it, right? Yep, yep. Oh, he's an ugly motherfucker. He really yeah. is. It's an ugly movie, but it's it's slow. But it was it was all right to me. It fo- it's been a long time since I read the story, so to me, it followed the story fairly well from what I can remember. It's definitely slow though. It's it's. I woke up at like two thirty in the morning and couldn't get back to sleep, so I threw it on, hoping to get back to sleep, and I actually watch a whole fucking thing. I understand that if you have sex, usually, then you go right back to sleep. That works for me. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm married, so. Yeah, I hear and you. And wipes. I'm so. married, and I can't afford prostitutes, so. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much everything I watched. I, I know I watched some more shit, because I did watch this week's uh, movie Murderball, which I hadn't seen in a while. Uh, Undead, mute your mic. <laughs> um, <laughs> God damn it! Right, I was so mean. <laughs> I know I watched something else, but you gotta man. put one of those swastika armbands on your little purple rhino and you know little baby in the purple <laughs> rhino suit. <laughs> yeah, I, I've actually I'm gonna probably come up with a rhino different. Londa. Some of the other <laughs> some of the other places I go, I've actually switched it to the movie night logo. But oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you guys want, I can send you because what I did was I put my avatar in front of the movie night logo. (gasps) So if you guys want, I can make it. Hell yeah! Can Can you put my Flippy the Bear in front of the movie night logo? Yeah. Yeah, it should work. Oh, that'd be awesome! Oh, that is crazy. I can do that. Yeah, because that's I already some of your stuff that I've sent you. I've already got a a cutout copy of uh, your bear, so I shouldn't take. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah that's all i've watched um do we want to go well let's go around and give everybody a recommend if i if i had to choose between recommending house of the devil or alice in wonderland it would be a tight race they're two completely different and enjoyable movies so i'm gonna cheat and recommend both um take your family to see alice in wonderland see the 2d version it will rock your balls off the kids will have a great time you'll have a great time it's an experience. And then uh, when you get home, rent uh, House of the Devil on DVD and, and or buy it. It's a fantastic retro 80s uh, horror film. It, it's really kind of like an updated, polished version of Rosemary's Baby. Um, God, it's a fucking awesome movie. Cool. So there you go. There's my recommendations. <laughs> Jay? And my recommend would have to be Ninja Assassin. That movie is worth watching just for the action and the fucking gore. That one just That's came it. out too, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it just came out. 
Yeah. That, that movie is so badass. <laughs> is, is it CG? I heard it was CG blood, is it? Well, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd say it is. It's okay. all... Uh, there's. I mean, it's spraying blood everywhere. Like, the very first kill... Which is a very like the very like first the scene Sheen of the movie. Girl or, uh, Tokyo yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but the very first kill is like uh the, the guy getting the top of his head chopped off right above the tongue. Uh, so you've got the tongue flapping on the top of the skull. Cool. So it's pretty nice. cool. All right, Undead, you can unmute your mic and join the group. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Muffin. Aw, thanks. What's your recommendation well, there? I love I'm me gonna, muffin. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with the Your cars. I love muffin. <laughs> love muffin. Undead love muffin. <laughs> We're like a pig muffin. <laughs> Do it like pie. <laughs> it was too fast, man. Oh my god. <laughs> he, he, he's excited. There's, some, there's someone who's practiced and used to that line. What the hell? <laughs> it's the first time I ever attempted to make a pig noise. So it's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> We gotta take advantage of Undead's uh, oral skills. <laughs> I used to be able to sound like a Velociraptor from Jurassic Park. I, I've taken advantage of his oral skills quite a few times now. Oh God! You don't. Oh my God! <laughs> I've, ta- I've taken advantage of using you your back. You a... <laughs> I've used J- uh, Jay's back makes a nice laptop holder. So. <laughs> Not much bounce in it or anything. Back dirty. Any kind of any kind of natural <laughs> adhesive you had to put on that first or anything? <laughs> just get it sweated. Once you get that sweat build up, you just sit it on there, and it's like a glue. Broke back. <laughs> Rhino quit. Hey, that, that nine-year-old kid's going to call us back and tell us when we talk about gay shit tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if that's what we got to do to get feedback, fuck it. Uh, not like what you're going to play it anyway, it? Rhino. Rhino doesn't really like the feedback. He hates all the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so in case anybody didn't hear it, he uh, he suggested the crazies, right? Yes, because it's just, you got to overlook, I mean, there is one bad CGI scene in it, but for a movie of its length, one bad CGI scene isn't going to kill the whole movie. Now, is this actually a Romero directed, or is this a remake without Romero? It's Romero produced, but it's not directed by him. Okay. I didn't even know Romero was producing it until sitting down in the theater. And I'm sure it, he probably just they probably just slapped his name on it and mailed him a check. You know? <laughs> well, they didn't do no that with Dawn of the Dead, did they? I don't know. Yeah, was he, he got he got initially he was but then he got mad because they wouldn't do it the way he wanted and then he like threw a hissy fit so they just threw him a check later i mean it's like i said it's it's almost like they've taken like the original script of the movie and went from it and expanded it because there's like reminiscence of the original movie in it but i mean it's not like so much it'll draw you out and be like, oh, I remember that scene from the first one. I remember this from the first one. Oh, God, why they fucking remake it? It's just like the first one. Yeah. It, it's Muffin, is, it, is it separated the way like Dawn of the Dead and Snyder's Dawn of the Dead were, where it's like a basic idea of what happened, a basic scene, and the name are the only things that are the same? No, I will go say it's a little bit similar to the original than that. Um you have this small town, you have certain scenes that are redone in this that turn out to be a little bit different than how it was in the original. 
but it's unique the way that they place them in there, and it's more like a, ah, there, there, I remember that a little bit. And, uh, but, uh, like in the original, when they used the high school to quarantine the crazies in, they used the high school in this. I mean, it's, it, not like they said, oh, let's use a big facility since it's modern day, and, you know, let's pretend like this whole little town, you know, is the big facility, cool. uh, hidden underneath of it. And, you know, because that only works with Resident Evil. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, it's it's good. It's just, there's so many people out there dogging it right now. I just want to try to be some sort of voice of, of reason. Yeah, it's a remake, but don't hate it because it's a remake. Find lo- logical reasons to hate it right. if you're going to hate it. To me, personally, I found it to be really good, and you get absorbed into the movie. See, as we were talking Halloween 2 earlier, it's kind of the same thing. You know, I know a lot of people hate it, but give me a freaking reason why you hate it. You know, it, I, I never really hear yeah, anybody, no you know, they, they throw out a couple of small things, but to me, it's still a fairly solid movie. They unlike, mostly just freak out about the horse, you know, oh, it's a fucking yeah. dream with the white horse. See, it's unlike like, Carrier's. Yeah, it's a, it's a dream. I mean, he's fixated on the horse. Like Carrier's. fucking deal. Everybody loves Carrier's. People think Carrier's is a great, great movie. The fucking characters. Really? Yeah, I've talked to a million people. Oh my god! Who love no, it, if one of the they guys had let on, me write the script for that, that could have been a great movie. One of the but, guys I mean, on Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema almost put it in his top ten of the year. Of the get the fuck out! That wasn't the top Damn. ten of that day. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I've it, been wanting to watch it. The overall story is fucking weak and tired at best. The characters. No, are I, I so like the outbreak and, and stuff like that, but the characters are the characters are sh- except for Chris Pine. Chris Pine is the only compelling and interesting character out of that whole bunch. I didn't like, and I, I really like. I like the fact that you know he's willing to do whatever it takes to survive. You do not usually see that in any kind of a post-apocalyptic or survival horror movie. There, that guy just doesn't exist, and the he way pulls it off really well. The way Until these characters the act in this movie is how I hope everybody does act in the apocalypse because I will be the king, supreme lord, leader of the fucking planet. If people <laughs> act like this during the apocalypse. Yeah, I, I fucking hated Carriers. That movie sucked so bad. I was so pissed. Because that's my wife works at the video store and every once in a while everybody will just start buzzing about a movie and, oh, you have to see this movie. You have to see this movie. And that was with Trick or Treat, because Trick or Treat looked kind of lame. But they told us, no, no, you have to see Trick or Treat. So we dragged it home, watched it. And Trick or Treat was really good. I actually ended up liking it. Okay, Trick I was going to say, uh, don't tell me you hated Trick or Treat. Oh, man. Trick or that's, Treat was that's a killing yeah, offense. Yeah, Trick that or Treat was fucking great. ruled. Well, so the same thing happens with Carriers. She brings it home. She's like, we're supposed to watch Carriers. They say it's zombie land, but not as funny. Ugh. All right. It, it could have been better it, if they had had somebody on on set who knew anything about survival it, it could have been really hot but uh, even uh, even with the survival even the, errors, the annoying characters the i could have been okay with but just need a bullet in their head yeah <laughs> they, they needed to have something better i mean i i actually didn't think the storyline was all that bad other than the characters were just except for chris pine's character there were no yeah. characters worth caring about in there yeah it's just and uh kind of survival technique stupid yeah it's just so tired i don't know it's just there was nothing new and inventive about that movie at all and that movie has been made a thousand fucking times it's just <laughs> the fuck carriers 
anybody involved with carriers is listening to this podcast, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Anywho, um, for my recommendation, I'm going to recommend the Hellboy series. If you haven't seen Hellboy yet, you can go fuck off too. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know why I put off watching Hellboy two for so long. I did finally buy a copy of it, but man, I I love that movie. It was a, it was a blast. Both of them, you know, you could watch one right after the other and just watch these things nonstop. They're a lot of fun. Other than his girlfriend, though, his girlfriend gets on my nerves. Like a moopy little bitch. Shut up. The he emotions. Needs... Yeah. Ugh. Emotions and emotions. Once again, women ruined the movie. <laughs> You're not taking your top off. Shut up and stand off to the side. Please. Then you would really like Brokeback, Rhino. There's hardly any women in it. Crickets, please. <laughs> yeah. Crickets. Jay. Jay. Looking at God you. damn it. Jay, wake up. Jay. Wake up. Yes. We're all done talking about our movies. Uh, never I'm talk here. about you I'm again, here. man. Never okay. I'm here. <laughs> You're a cricket man. You weren't. This, this will. You... Ah, what? God. Oh. Damn it. Oh, God. He quit. <laughs> oh, fuck these guys. <laughs> I thought maybe you, like, kicked him out. I'm like, holy shit, Rhino. <laughs> maybe he was actually, like, uh, stalling or something. That's on. Poor man. guy. <laughs> it's still showing him on, but. Holy shit, I. I thought you actually kicked him off. No. I was like, holy fuck. Ah, uh, come on. Welcome back, He's back now. What the hell happened? I, the hell I told Rhino he was wrong to kick you off like that, man. Yeah, that was man. bullshit. Every time I get ready to say something about Rhino, I get kicked off the podcast. I can't believe you made it back on. I didn't even hit anything. You just... Huh. <laughs> so we do have everybody on deck. You're still there? Yes, I am still here. All right. As long as we agree with Rhino, we're all still here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now we will consider what is feedback. What is negative feedback? What is positive feedback? What are the advantages and disadvantages of each of Hey, Dan. Yes. If uh, somebody would like to send us a voicemail via our website or whatever, where do you think they could go? Well, they'd be hard-pressed to send us a voicemail via our website, but they could oh, for, no, they perhaps could call it. us on our voicemail. <laughs> They'd have to call 206-4619. And they'd better call soon because I think Rhino's close to the breaking point. Honestly, I'd like if somebody just called just to make sure the fucking thing is still working. I, mean, I, might have, get hold I haven't of even Rhino's checked. Mom, have her call in because if somebody doesn't call in and tell us that we're great and awesome, I, I swear Rhino's going to come in with his uh, gun next week and start shooting. <laughs> I'll call the podcast right now. <laughs> with your cat yeah, you gotta have your cat in. oh shit I know we ha- hold I have, hold have on, a you feel like your cat's in the room with him. <laughs> get him a couple of coconuts it sound like a horse running around <laughs> just oh, God, somebody want to throw our email out there real quick movie night podcast at hotmail.com He's quick. Oh, look at that. He's got it all lined up and everything. Jay's like a professional <laughs> podcastinator. Undead, you got our website? Yes, that is movienotpodcast.wordpress.com. Woo, he got it the first time. Good job. 
I've had to top that motherfucker out on so many <laughs> shirt designs. Oh yeah, we should we should oh, we should have brought that up right away. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have shirts now. Undead uh, set up a cafe press store, and we have. Uh, I gotta get that link up on our website so we can link. Right we have to shirts it. available, uh, but none of us actually wear them while filming or while uh, recording no, the podcast. Loading up. <laughs> I believe it's cafe press. Um, cafe press dot movie night. Oh, shit. Like I said, I think I'll throw a link up on the website too. So yeah, I'm almost certain that it's cafe press dot uh, movie not PC. Okay, uh, I couldn't put podcasts all on it. Okay, yeah, I'll <laughs> make sure we get a link up. Those things are pretty cool. They're not the cheapest thing in the world, but it's it's pretty cool. They're an extra three bucks for us big boys. If you guys notice, like the double X in that, they're three yeah. extra three bucks. I think mine's like what was the price for extra small like minus five dollars? <laughs> not a condom, Yo. it's a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that comprises our whole uh, feedback we'll section, like usual. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We're I got only it. like three hours into recording now. We're ready to start talking about this shitty movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna jump into it now, or just put everything else before it? Yeah, it's like eating a turd sandwich. Better get it over with. So. Oh, we also got uh, movie night uh, podcast thongs. So I make sure. Uh, Please send us a picture with you in that. <laughs> no, no, not a dead in that. <laughs> Who the hell put a thong on a Wookiee? <laughs> <laughs> and that's at cafepress.com slash movie not PC. I got it now. And and female in the thong. Female. Yeah, female thongs. And <laughs> there's no bras, but I got magnets, so if your nipples are pierced, you could... Not magnets, but... <laughs> yeah, well, magnets, yeah. If your nipples we definitely are need to have a picture of somebody modeling the movie night thong. I, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe somebody get a wife or a girlfriend to model that and throw that up on the website. What's your I, wife I doing these days, man? Maybe get Undead's cat to model it. <laughs> She's working. <laughs> oh, Jesus Holy shit. Uh, my wife would actually be tempted to put the thong on the cat. That makes a good segue for a song.
All right, well, let's get into this fucking shit sandwich that we watched today. In local news, one of them bad, bad misses in them skin-tight britches, standing on the corner granting wishes. Somebody iced one of them bitches last night. Star skin, huh? All I can say, I'm. What in the hell is that? Let me see. Let me see. Ah! Oh, nice. this, uh, <laughs> this week's incredible slice of awesomeness was suggested by our own Undead Muffin. Uh, <laughs> insane in the brain. The only Blacksploids Apocalypse movie ever produced. Thank God. Well, I was calling this the black meat market. Oh, my God. Is this movie bad? <laughs> oh, hell, no, man. The market had meat a better market production was... value. Yeah, I had yeah. to agree with Dan. Yeah, meat I agree. And like, kitties yeah. and sex and... Yeah. <laughs> Muffin just liked it because it were white people. Jesus Christ, Muffin. <laughs> well, kind of like we said at the beginning, this this movie, there isn't a whole lot to talk about. There's a lot to bag on, but I don't think we're going to spend a whole lot of time talking about it. No, I don't think anybody really liked this movie. We all kind of suffered through it. And it's, when My there's... first time through, I, I wrote down some of the good points about it, but yeah. the second viewing through, those good points just melted away fast. Like, oh, Well, and God. that's what was funny, there's too. So is... many times you're going to hear Brains, more brains before this movie oh, loses brains, its mind. Yeah. The, the zombies in this, all they can say, which why zombies can talk anyway, but uh, through the whole goddamn movie, all every time there's a zombie on screen and all they're doing is nonstop going, brains, more One can't brains. say bitch. And they, yeah, they just bitch. keep oh, saying it. it. That's the thing. It's not even non-stop. like, it's just constant. And they'll, they'll, like, they'll show them for five fucking minutes. Just yeah. standing there, more brains, and the fucking makeup is awful. It's like a Skeletor mask just glued to their head. <laughs> That's probably what it was. I, it's what it I kind of like. for just a second uh, I thought it was like a black metal Mikey because you know he's yeah. he's baby Skeletor. So but, this is no. this, this is ghetto Skeletor, not baby Skeletor. Ghetto Skeletor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did Skeletor. you notice the gold tooth, Dan? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yes, that. I did. I, oh, the gold yeah, that's... Is, I did notice oh, that. Man, that's bad. I mean, and the shit, thing is, man. if this movie had been made by a bunch of like clan racists or whatever, they couldn't have been more insulting to the black actors in it. But it's yeah. like apparently entirely at their own permission. They either they really think that this is funny, but I mean, they they like set the cause of their people back to fucking slavery times. Yeah. It's just bizarre. There's there's a pick in any character in this. 
you don't do that shit. Not even like in Friday and, and stuff like that. Are you going to have a pick in any character? That's ridiculous. Yeah. You might want to explain what that is to the listeners that may not know. That would be. Yeah, I don't Pick in any are, are the, the black caricatures of like, yes, a massa. Oh, massa. Please don't beat me no more. The, you just don't do that shit in, in anything resembling this modern society. And this is a 2000s movie. I do think, it, though, because it's just bizarre. To me. I do think, I think you mentioned during the movie that this was maybe supposed to be a retro black exploitation movie. When you look at it, there isn't anything modern in this. I do think they were trying to maybe get like a late seventies black exploitation. I don't think even, I don't even think black exploitation came across no, as this racist. It's bad. And it's 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 painful yeah. to watch. I mean, yeah, I think they were trying to out black dynamite, black dynamite. But <laughs> oh, I mean, this movie was just <laughs> this movie was so bad. And, and yeah, with all the the. The writing problems and the acting problems. The worst thing was it was recorded on a Boost Mobile phone. The fucking video, <laughs> the video quality on this. Was oh man, awful. Where you at? Yeah, oh, I can't wait for Master think to pop up. You know, <laughs> I do think the video on this movie was better than Meat Market. It it wasn't like a VHS camcorder. It really was a a fairly decent digital camera. But yeah. Man, they did such a bad job of blocking the shots, and what they were showing in the shots was so stupid. Yeah, it, God, and you just there's no amount of film quality that can make up for the the characters that are in this movie. It, it's offensive, and and I'm gonna. It's not even funny. I'm sure that they were going for you know a black exploitation kind of comedy thing, but it does not. Nothing in this is funny. I mean, I'm gonna. You know, let's jump right to us. Go ahead, Ryan. I'm uh, sorry. That's all right. I was just gonna say. I'm just gonna try and quick before we do any more. I'm gonna try and give kind of a quick synopsis, just so everybody kind of at least knows what the storyline is. What the story is? Yep. There's a. Was there one? Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's a, a cemetery next to a whorehouse in the ghetto somewhere, and the uh, the scent of the the whorehouse is apparently re reincarnated the dead. So we have zombies. Yeah, in back. exposition, they set up that it's it's the sex and the excitement the to bring them back. That's what from they the said. Dead. That's right. The fer- yeah, yeah pheromones. The, the one line is is a good head is enough to bring any brother back from the grave. <laughs> Hell <There's>, yeah! <laughs> there is a lot of really corny sexual undertones to the whole movie, which we'll get. Oh to. my god! But yeah, so basically, we have zombies coming out of the grave next to a whorehouse. We get a handful handful of kills in the whorehouse. We got some pimps. We got some hoes. Uh, we got two black cops. We have, uh, what the hell was it? It was Sloan and Goldie were the two cops, right? They had names? Yeah. Sloan was <laughs> the guy with the big afro and the Muppet uh, Muppet sideburns. <laughs> and, and, and who was the guy who had the fucking white cupcake on his head? That was Goldie. That was supposed to be. Or Golden Boy okay. or something like that. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, so we got those two, and then we got just a bunch of nondescript characters. We actually do have a couple of prostitutes that have names, too, because we got Shay Shay. I only Cookie. remember Shay Shay. That's yeah. the only one I remember. The one, that, yeah. the one that was with her, her name was actually Cookie. We see her dead a little bit later. We never actually see her die, but they show her body. She dies the same way the first prostitute dies. But yeah, it's basically Sloan and Goldie trying to figure out the zombies, and you know, hilarity ensues. Um, if you can call it hilarity. Yeah, well, they were trying. You know, this was obviously meant to be a lighthearted movie because this is definitely not serious. The first death we see is before even the credits. We see uh, the, the the zombie wanders into the whorehouse and drags a whore upstairs. And then while she's giving him oral, I think he basically supermans her out the back of the head. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm not sure exactly how he killed yeah. her, but somehow the back of her head got blown out. And uh And boy was that uh effect yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that was awful. And then it rolls into the hit we have to talk about the swipes too, Rhino. Oh, you, yeah. you can't get too far without yeah. talking about This was like a, like watching the uh Justice League now, how every scene has a swipe. This had like the um kaleidoscope swipe between every scene with a little bit of a bass undertone to it. Oh, oh yeah. God, is that fucking brutal? The the fucking dialogue in this movie is enough to make you want to put an ice pick in your eye. Ugh. The and only the, dialogue uh, that was good was with the uh, newscaster yeah, right before. I thought yeah. the hose was okay. The hose had some decent, like the ones on the porch, the the ones who were obviously just like extras from the neighborhood or whatever that were you know playing the part of fat hose yeah. or whatever. They they had some actually interesting things to say, but. This movie just smears so much crap everywhere that what little bit is decent is it's just the not pimp, worth watching. The pimp can't. He's as bad as me with Ugh. the word fuck. Every other word out of his mouth is pimp, 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 well, pimp, 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 pimp. Speaking pimp, of language, pimp. we gotta really talk about like <laughs> the word that we decided we're not gonna use. Yeah. They they're dropping n bombs every three or four seconds. It's, oh my god, it's all over the which place. Which I'm okay with because like uh, anybody who's played Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Yeah, there's there's a lot of n bombs yeah. in that. So yeah. it ain't like it's nothing I've never heard or anything. To me, that wasn't that big of a deal. You know, if they're okay with it, I'm okay with it. And for a movie that had all those prostitutes in the whorehouse and hardly any tits. Yeah, we only get one pair. We get one pair. But we also there isn't even that many deaths. If you're not counting the zombie deaths, you only get four deaths and one pair of titties, which gives us a point two five titty to death ratio. <laughs> whatever that's worth <laughs> not a whole lot in this one. there wasn't any and there were no good special effects in this at all and no point no, was no, there any at all. Yo, we get a finger bite later on which is mildly entertaining but I mean there is nothing nothing ever makes you think wow that and man does that drag on oh yeah but yeah. that is right around the same scene as the one scene that actually brought this movie back a little bit was the the two cops are sitting in the car and the one cop figures out how they're going to kill the zombies, which is kind of funny if somebody wants to talk about that in a minute. Um, but they they play the uh, the $25,000 pyramid in the car where the, the one cop is yeah. uh, throwing out hints to the other cop. And he's just like, if you've ever seen Batman the movie, the old one, where they pull out just bizarre answers out of nowhere. Yeah, it, I, That part actually made me laugh. I like that little snippet. And then they have the little sound effects at the end and... That was actually that actually gave it back a half a star for me because that it was pretty entertaining. Other than that, this movie was shit. Yep. Uh, somebody want to talk? It about did that? have a couple of the comedic moments. You know, we we both like the thing with the mirror that was a, a little yeah. funny, but there just wasn't enough. Yeah, because you know, that was only a minute or two after that scene was the the mirror scene was pretty entertaining. Yep. Anybody? I just want, I was going to say anybody want to talk about how how you kill a zombie in this this universe <laughs> first you take a bullet you see and you stick a rubber on your bullet <laughs> what was that like italian <laughs> i don't yeah, know I'm jersey <laughs> let, okay let me let now me now des got the wops after us what the hell <laughs> shit <laughs> let me let me forget about it you take a rubber and you put it on that booty I don't know what the fuck that was either. This is getting worse. Oh, that's. I think bad. all the gay Asians are mad at us now. What the hell? <laughs> Where's my Prozac? I'm mad at us. That's what's funny. 
<laughs> you had something else. Like, yes, that is how you kill a zombie. You have to take a rubber and put the bullet inside of it, and that loads into a gun let, that yes. way. The exposition being is that the <laughs> only thing that can like hurt a brother more than anything else is a rubber. <laughs> but never mind that like every guy in this has tons of rubbers on him. But well, and that's a, you know kind of like I mean, maybe I'm talking a little too much because there are a couple of scenes that are funny. Like you're always talking the, too the much. Sh- shut up. <laughs> the, the shadow scene. Rhino still talking. The shadow scene with the zombie when he's walking around with what looks like Bam Bam's club hanging out of his fucking pants. <laughs> yeah, that was funny, you know. And even the ending with the the little Benny Hill ending is funny for a minute or two, huh. but they drag it on way too goddamn. Oh my god! A little bit of it. Yeah, I mean they they did have some the funny parts, you know, like they got the hose come out and they're going to help the cops fight the zombies, yeah. you know. So they got these. I don't know what they were supposed to kill them with. Most of the holes were pretty cute, too. At least the big ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. You have got to play... Uh, you've got to play Baby Got Back in, in this episode. You know? Oh, yeah. my it's God. Been too many times. Because them, them hoes, they be large. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Becky. Take a look at her butt. <laughs> it's so big. No, you got to play the Richard Cheese version of it. No, do the Jonathan Colton version. Way oh, better. Yeah. Colton- yeah, I forgot Check Jonathan that. Colton had that. Ooh. I've Bait. got that file if you don't have it. The guy uh, who did Reunions, like the best zombie song ever. Yeah, you might have to. Sh- I'll send you the file. It's right. Tom from the office. Stand. I guess I don't. I didn't realize there was 20 versions of Baby Got Back. <laughs> yeah, sure, me neither. Bro. I thought the only one was Sir Mix a lot. Yeah, Cheryl Crow has a version of it, I think. So. I've heard her version of it too on Covervilles of all places. Yeah, I go into menopause when I listen to Cheryl Crow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bleeding. Uh, oh wait, no, that's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> yeah. retarded. That's the other end of the spectrum. Well, I don't know. Anything you guys want to talk about about this movie? I think we covered pretty much everything. It's it's not very yeah, good. Yeah, it was bad. Um, there, like I said, there's a handful of scenes. I I, I still probably wouldn't not recommend not seeing it. Because there, there's probably going to be people who think it's funny. Wait a minute. Does that mean you are recommending what? it? You would <laughs> there's, there's not only a hand, So you're saying there's <laughs> only a handful of movies I would say don't ever see. And I, I would at least give this one one watch. You know, but don't blame me for it. <laughs> blame me. Yeah. This is this is still no better with a group of people. Carriers. Yeah. I would say Carriers watch is- this movie and then instantly... Send feedback to Movie Night yes. Podcast, Care of Undead Muffin, and let us know what you so think. Carriers is a movie I would tell people not to even bother watching because you've seen that movie 30 fucking times already. Don't even... I would definitely tell people to watch Carriers. Ugh. Watch it once and Shows. then never watch it again. Shows. It is way better than this movie was. Well, that's right. well why don't we go through and rate it? Everybody give your rating for this shit sandwich. Oh, All right. Oh. My first time through it, I guess I wasn't paying as much attention to the bad as, as I could have. I was thinking about giving it two stars. But after watching it again with you guys and realizing that, as Jay said, it didn't get any better watching <laughs> it in a group. There you go, Jay. You get credit, man. Trademark, Jay Dirty. <laughs> got um, my credit. My Duke. My <laughs> it's all you, man. Uh, I would have to give it one and a half stars. It, it's a it's better than a Zombie Nation or a Mulva Zombie Ass Kicker, but not much. <laughs> 
All right, Jay? Yeah, I'd have to uh, go right along with Dan on this one. This one's definitely a one-and-a-half star. It's, oh, man, is it ever horribly bad. And that's... And I honestly say that I wouldn't... Something we didn't even really mention is this movie's only an hour and 15 minutes, but there isn't a one of us here that didn't think this was at least an hour and a half. This is the same hour and 15 minutes that having your dick caught in a wolf trap is an hour and 15 minutes. (laughs) Every second just lasts forever, and you're just waiting. (laughs) With a wolf. (laughs) Wait, so your dick's in the wolf? Oh, hold on. uh, (laughs) Dick's in the trap. The wolf's chewing on your tank. Oh. <laughs> Damn, I did. I think that's our like with its tongue because I... you're covered in honey and there's red ants all over. I think that's you. our first taint <laughs> reference. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great way to bring the podcast down. All right. This. What do you got for it, Undead? I'm. Shit. I, I want to give it a one star so bad, but I'll give it one and a half. Just they made a movie. <laughs> Yay. It's, it's a movie. <laughs> they, it's a movie. They must have thought it was funny because there's hey, no way you... The there were some big black guys in this movie, and there's no way that they did that without full knowledge of what it made them look yeah. like. That's uh, just bizarre yeah. to me. I, yeah. And we think I, that the director was a white guy, which fucking boggles my mind. I, I, I can't was imagine... Wild. I can't imagine some white guy telling a black guy to act like that and the black guy saying okay to that. It, this guy should have been like shot to death on the street. Yeah. Well, they're they're from Stereotypicalville, and all he did was film Act Natural. <laughs> After this, they filmed the Carriers. Oh. God damn! <laughs> uh, Stereotypicalville, so I would be like, "Hey, everybody, look at me! I'm wearing overalls." Aren't you like that anyway? Wearing clothes? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with you guys. I give it a one and a half. Uh, I was originally gonna give it a one because this movie bored the living fuck out of me. Which is to me the biggest crime a movie can have is just be boring. But <laughs> we're talking about feelings, or yes. <laughs> not having titties. Yeah, well, it's it's got titties. Or having Chris Pine. Um, yeah, there was enough. There's a couple of scenes here that made me laugh. It it could have been better. I think I said while we were watching this, this would have been a kick-ass YouTube video. If this would have been like a ten-minute YouTube video, I would have given this three stars. But. Oh, there yeah. is not enough content in this, even for an hour and fifteen. This I wouldn't even say a ten minute video. I say just watch the fucking trailer. Yeah, there you yes. go. The trailer is the best part of this. I was gonna say, Rhino, your list of movie crimes is longer than the fucking Kota Hammurabi. <laughs> <laughs> As everybody laughs nervously, huh? <laughs> hey, don't worry. If you don't know what the Kota Hammurabi means, you know it's yeah, everybody's gonna be googling it. You guys, you guys can wiki it later. <laughs> yeah. I won't even. I don't even know how to spell it, so I'm not even gonna fucking Hem, bother. Hammer, hammer, Robbie. Speaking of <laughs> hamburger, the hamburger. What the fuck? Yeah, screw this. I'm looking up porn. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of speaking of nerd note, I was uh, oh. checking some stuff on uh, the Star Wars audiobooks, <laughs> and I ended up they have a a Wookiepedia, the Star Wars what the Wookiepedia. <laughs> A Wookiee yeah, piece. That sounds like it's genitals. I swear I thought that's where you were going, right? What? <laughs> I thought you were going to say a Wookiee sex doll. And I just like imagine the ultra <laughs> porn or something. Well, you guys have seen the Tauntaun, uh, the Tauntaun sleeping, sleeping bag. bag. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they're like 75, 80 bucks, though. They're expensive. Jesus. That's not bad. 
I saved but all my potato chip clippings. Uh-oh. We lose everybody? Nice. <laughs> crickets. Yeah. Crickets. Cricket sound. Crickets. You gotta be quicker. Jay, you're crickets. being light on your crickets again. What the hell, Jay? Well, you know how hard it is to find that message on a goddamn phone? That's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> it's your only job on the show, man. Yeah, no. I can't help I- but this movie be bored me enough that I'm tired. L.A. face with the Oakland booty. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. When a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung.
Actually, when, when it comes to females, Cosmo does not have very much to do at all with my selection. I mean, 36, 24, 36, maybe if she's 5'3". So your girlfriend rolls a Honda, playing workout tapes by Fonda. But Fonda ain't got a motor in the back of her Honda. My Anaconda don't want none, unless you have got buns. And you can do sad bends or sit-ups, but please don't lose that butt. Some brothers want to play that hard roll, and tell you that the butt ain't gold. So they toss it and they leave it. Says your friend, well I ain't down with that, cause your waist is small and your curves are kicking, and I'm thinking about sticking to the beanpole dames in the magazines, you ain't it this thing, give me a sister, I can't resist her, red beans and rice didn't miss her, some knucklehead tried to diss, cause his girls are on my list, he had game but he chose to hit him, and I pull up quick to get with him. got our this week in movies done um got them the feed feedback <laughs> feedback <laughs> uh, so bitter <laughs> uh, my yeah, we gotta send a shout out to uh metal mikey he might maybe we can get him to call it he's we actually good for feedback. we can maybe bring it up later but i actually did want to throw a couple shouts out to uh mike at cadaver lab and great the dark outer hours who both played our promo last week we appreciate it. It actually did bump our numbers up. I'm not sure how much, but we appreciate Apparently it. Apparently not enough to get feedback. But. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, we love our listener. We love our listener. Well, <laughs> what do you guys want to do? You guys want to go into movie murder ball? Actually, I, I have a I suggestion know. for what we could do at this point, Rhino. You guys hear that? No. What is it? That's my cat. My cat's freaking out. My cat, Jesus. my wife is standing here with the goddamn cat trying to get it to meow. The cat found a marble on the hard floor. <laughs> if you guys can't hear it, though, I ain't going to worry about it. All right, oh, then. I'm sorry. Ooh, She's trying done. to get her not to meow. Sorry. There's stuff in You know what? Uh, after that, <laughs> stuff after that movie, you, you might be feeling like retreating to your survival bunker for a couple of days. And, and I could think of a great place we can learn more about bunkers. I agree. Let's, uh, Let's check out a new segment I started called Apocalypse 101. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we uh, we actually have a new segment from uh, one of the uh, members of our podcast. Who who would do such a thing as make a new segment? <laughs> yeah, so we're going to have a new Apocalypse 101. So this yeah, is going to be weekly now, right, Dan? Survival 101. Yeah. Ah, you know what I meant. It's the same shit. <laughs> and apparently everybody makes one but me. Yeah, what's up with that? 
Well, hey, you make yeah, run over. Yours look so bad they have to take them off the podcast. So, yeah, that's bad when you edit out your own shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the Illiterates Library. It you almost had me too. convinced to go to LibriVox, but I'm just too lazy to like go there and click the links yet. And I almost mail, did it. I, a couple more your, episodes and you would have had me. Mail me your iPod and I will put stuff on it and mail it back. <laughs> Don't make promises you can't keep. All right. Well, survival 101 with who? Thank you. Apocalypse Dan. All right. Yeah, see, it'd be kind of stupid no! if it was Apocalypse 101 with Apocalypse Dan. <laughs> Apocalypse yeah, 101 was Survival Dan. All right, we'll be right back. It's almost like they're getting a new Apocalypse Dan or something. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk. This is Survival 101 with Apocalypse Dan. Survival 101, Bunker Down. Everyone likes the idea of spending the apocalypse in a safe, secluded bunker, well-stocked with all the necessities and plenty of the amenities we all love from our modern lifestyle. Hollywood has given us a lot of choice bunkers to choose from, each slightly better than the last. In fact, bunkers are so integrated into the concepts of survival and preparedness that it's become the stereotypical norm to assume anyone preparing for the worst must have a bunker hidden somewhere. The truth is, few people have access to bunkers and many won't be the eternal haven of safety and supply we hope they will. Still, Bunkers have an important place in your survival plans, even if you don't have access to Greenbrier or Cheyenne Mountain. Today on Survival 101, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of bunkering down and discuss some examples of bunkers from the world of entertainment. The biggest advantage to living in an underground bunker is that it's pretty hard for someone or something outside to get in. It's pretty easy to hide the entrances and secure them, and as the post-apocalyptic world continues to devolve into chaos and anarchy, the tools and skills needed to get into your bunker start to disappear. Underground bunkers are one of the best means of avoiding fallout contamination, so if you're facing a nuclear apocalypse, going down under may be your only logical escape. They're also a nice steady temperature, no matter what happens outside, so you don't have to worry how this global warming or global cooling thing finally works out. Bunkers tend to be pretty roomy, unless they're the under-your-house kind, so you should have plenty of space to spread out, store lots of supplies, and maybe even try your hands at hydroponics or underground gardening. A nice, safe bunker is also an almost unmatched way to preserve vital technology and people that would otherwise be prey to the tender mercies of a world gone mad. Hey, there's a reason that computer and loss still worked, even though it was from the 1970s. Finally, Bunkers really give you that nice, safe, secure feeling that people scrabbling for survival topside can only dream about. With all the advantages of living in a bunker, you'd think everyone would have one built under their home and abandon this perilous topside living altogether. Well, bunkers might be nice, but there are quite a few reasons they usually end their days filled with ruin and skeletons. For starters, it's pretty difficult to add things to the bunker once the blast doors slam shut. Sure, you can open them back up again or sneak out the emergency escape to get more stuff, 
but every time you leave, you're exposing yourself to all the dangers you fled and a bunch of new ones to boot. Each time you leave, you risk having your bunker entrance spotted or letting something in that you'd rather keep out, or worst of all, letting outsiders know that the bunker exists at all. There is not a bunker built anywhere that is completely immune to determined efforts to get in, so your bunker's best defense is to remain unknown. Ask the designers and builders of Greenbrier how happy they are about all the special reports and stories detailing exactly where they are and what's inside their super-secret government bunker. Most bunkers are fairly large projects, meaning a lot of people working on them or some serious heavy equipment, building permits, registered blueprints, common knowledge, or even convenient signs pointing to their location. Lots of big cities in America have fallout shelters. You can usually spot them from the street thanks to convenient labeling and handicapped access ramps. Assuming you manage to keep your bunker's location a secret or stumble upon one no one else knows about, there are still a lot of dangers to this seemingly ideal living arrangement. You need to have a system for refreshing the air, preferably one that is also well hidden, screens out harmful contaminants in the air, and has filtration elements you can replace for a long, long time. Water is going to be a problem too. Everything you use has to come from somewhere, either storage tanks with a finite life or some kind of underground source that hopefully will be too deep to risk contamination from rainwater seepage. Keeping the power on is another big challenge, since solar and wind energy require big, easily noticeable topside components or frequent maintenance. You might be forced to live off of diesel generators, again with a finite supply of fuel. It would be nice if you had a geothermal power source, but those take some pretty specialized equipment and knowledge to keep running. There's also waste to deal with, human waste and trash disposal, venting off or recycling bad air, even dealing with the bodies of your deceased companions is a big problem. A really intensive hydroponics operation can take care of some of these issues, but you'll need to find a way to keep the grow lights on. There are health concerns as well, from claustrophobia to cabin fever, vitamin D deficiency, seasonal affective disorder, infighting. Hell, even body odor is going to be a major problem when you've been living in the same space as other people for too long. Imagine, if you could never leave your home again, how long would it take before you wanted to strangle your wife? Honeydews? I'll give you a honeydew, bitch. <clears throat> Finally, bunkers, quite simply, cannot move. If that meteor is falling right on top of your home state, the bunker under your house is not going to save you. The million-strong zombie horde come to a stop right above your super-secure bunker entrance? Sucks to be you. Ocean levels rose above the expectations and now you're below sea level? Uh-oh. It's also difficult to contact the outside because it presents an excellent way for jealous, angry outsiders to find your bunker. Consider the French short film, Bunker. Marie spends all her time surging the radio waves for human contact. Bet she wishes she kept her trap shut, huh? Overall, bunkers are about as hard to escape as they are to break into. Even if an emergency escape is built, it can be discovered and compromised about as easily as the main entrance. Worst of all, bunkers create a psychological sense of isolation and immunity that many people simply cannot bring themselves to leave behind. Anyone remember Cooper in his basement? The decision to bunker down or bug out is ultimately going to be up to you. There's no way to know ahead of time what kind of apocalypse we're going to have, so your best bet is to learn as much as you can, as fast as you can, and go whichever direction works best. Bunkers are definitely a great short-term solution, but can be a real pain to maintain and resupply long-term, especially if secrecy is a must. To round out this segment of Survival 101, I'm going to discuss just a handful of bunker examples from the ever-popular world of entertainment. 
That's where all the very best bunkers are. The world of fiction is rife with great bunker examples, from the fortified prison of The Walking Dead to the lucky find bunker in Day by Day Armageddon, even the tiny little food bunker in The Road. Brian Keane's zombie novels The Rising and City of the Dead featured several major bunkers, and no one can forget the awesome bunker stories by Eric S. Brown and his Season of Rod anthology. Unfortunately, none of these bunkers saved people because, ultimately, they were penetrated, betrayed from within, or simply abandoned. The best examples of multiple bunker layouts and purposes can probably be found in the game Fallout. Well, the entire series, really. If you want to see some cool-looking bunkers with some highly suspect final fates, I strongly suggest you buy Fallout 3 and play it often. Consider it survival training. Hollywood is a bit more generous with its depictions of bunkers, from the panic rooms of Panic Room and Diary of the Dead, to the citywide safe houses of Land of the Dead and 28 Weeks Later. Sometimes, an entire city is built underground like we see in Logan's Run or A Boy and His Dog. Anime kicks this up a notch with entire cities that can convert or have been moved from topside to underground bunkers like Bubblegum Crisis, Appleseed, and Akira. Overall, I prefer the smaller setups like we see in Lost or Blast from the Past. It's much more likely you'll find one of these in the real world than the mega, bu mega bunkers in Greenbrier, Cheyenne Mountain, or Neo Tokyo. One side note, I promised a little bit about how to build your own bunker in the real world without limitless funds or carte blanche government budgets. My favorite examples are from the classic Night of the Living Dead or the more modern book, The Road. Whether you fortify your basement into a well-stocked tornado-slash-disaster shelter or you construct a secret room under your utility shed, these both featured projects you could conceivably get started on and complete within a year within a realistic budget. The shipping container bunker is a popular talking point these days too. Basically, you buy some land in a low population area and bring in a bunch of low-cost shipping containers, the kind they send over to us by the millions from China. Set them down and cover them with lots of dirt. This works great, until you think about things like rust, structural integrity, or the fact that they're made in freaking China! For the serious, though not necessarily wealthy survivor, there are used missile silos to consider too. They do require a good amount of maintenance to make them livable for your family and friends, but they're pretty damn secure and guaranteed non-radioactive. I'd like to thank my co-hosts on the Movie Night Podcast, Rhino, Jay, and Muffin, and Matt Moak of the Zombie Research Society. If you're afraid of the surprising yet inevitable zombie apocalypse, you owe it to yourself to log in to the Zombie Research Society blog every day to learn about the latest theories, information, and questions. For Survival 101, this is Apocalypse Dan, signing out. <laughs> Thank you. Man, that was very insightful. Right. Yeah, so Undead, <laughs> so I'm probably going to save both of yours for next week then. Because, oh, uh, next, next, what, I have two? Well, Survival 101 has a bad problem of not being consistent week to week, so... <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll probably be another oh. nine episodes before we get the next one. Yeah, I'll say, yeah, it only <laughs> took nine episodes to get one. Did I have a Donner Dis Mortis uh, already done? <sighs> what did you send me? I sent you, um... Is it just a Hickflix? Yeah, just that. Okay. It's just a four-minute one. It's short as hell. Oh, is it? Okay. I, I haven't even had time to listen to it yet. If it's short enough, maybe I'll jam it in. I was um, teetering on uh, the razor blade's edge that day, so I hurried it up. <laughs> right, well, don't watch where the wild things are. Whatever you do, <laughs> just stay away from that movie. Um, 
God, I made myself just sound extremely emo. It's all right. I'm leaving it in. Damn it. Um, <laughs> my only weakness. Let's razor blades and scented candles. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it sounds like one of those fucking parties that women have, you know, where they get together and uh, yeah. sell uh, what the hell that stuff is. Bitches be cutting they sell. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed no to be drinking works. like fucking uh, Milwaukee's yeah. best and shit like that. Yeah. And, uh, half, half blue ribbon. Oh. oh. Uh, what the hell is the other one? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Old style, man. That's the natural, Chicago cheap. Natural light. Shit's like water. Milwaukee's <laughs> best. That's another cheap one. Red, it, white, and blue. I want a beer that tastes like almonds. That's what I want. Let me I have it that. for a little while, and when I give it back, it'll taste like almost. <laughs> it's kind of thick, minutes, though. you got to stir it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's get into Better Know Your Podcaster. We'll do that. And yeah, we'll, let's do it. We'll finish up with uh, Movie Murder Ball. Better, better, better. Know Your Podcaster. This week's question was, pick your favorite movie genre, which can be... Pretty much mean whatever you want it to mean. If you want to pick, uh, you know, if your favorite movies are ones on VHS or DVD or whatever you want it to be. <laughs> so let's just go around the table. Start with you, Dan. Okay. Well, you know, there's a lot of awesome genres to pick from. I like sci-fi action and western and zombie movies, samurai movies. I like musicals and fantasy and horror stuff. But of all the genres in the world, the one that I absolutely go to every time would have to be post-apocalyptic. Uh, duh, Apocalypse Dan, go figure. My favorite movies are apocalyptic and post-apocalyptic movies. I, if I haven't seen them all, they're all on my list to see eventually. And uh, zombies are just like part of that whole genre. So yeah, exactly. those are my absolute favorites. So. Would, you, yeah. uh, would you throw Blade Runner in that? Yeah, it, uh, dystopian future is a really close cousin yeah. of post-apocalyptic movies. It's kind of like a pre-apocalyptic right. kind of setting. So, yeah, Dystopian Future is another really good. Even, like, Gattaca had some points worth, you know, mentioning. And that's why I like things like surrogates and stuff, too. But if I had to pick even between Dystopian Future and Post-Apocalyptic, I'd still go with Post-Apocalyptic. I think Dystopian might actually be more popular uh, quantity-wise. I think there's more about that than the actual Post-Apocalyptic. Yeah. Quantity-wise. Definitely. All right, cool. Jay? Well, uh... All right, Undead. <laughs> well, Jesus, Jay uh, takes so long with this stuff. <laughs> asshole. No, it took me a long time to try to figure out exactly what my kind of movie is because I pretty much like all horror movies and action and stuff like that, but I think I would have to go with like creature features. Gabe Horn? <laughs> well, that's that's a that's a sub sub. That's for, <laughs> that's for his other podcast. <laughs> Better know about yeah, creature features. Good. <laughs> now, Jay, <laughs> within your creature feature genre, do you prefer just the movie itself, or do you prefer like when horror hosts present creature features? Because that horror that's host. always added an extra element to me when they do it too. Because you got like Joe Bob Briggs and yeah. you know all that shit it's going it, on, and then yeah. you watch some shitty Godzilla movie. Oh, you shut your mouth. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I said, that makes it even better when you have oh, a horror yeah, host around feature. It's just like fucking flavor enhancer. Well, uh, yeah, just like Elvira, Joe Bob Briggs. Well, do you guys have local ones by you that broadcast on your local stations? No, we don't have. Around here, we don't have nothing like that. So we got they one. Don't even have, 
Wisconsin. Yeah, we got one out of Green Bay, Ned the Dead. I don't know if you've ever seen him, Dan. No. You might not get him up by you, but we got one that broadcasts out of Green Bay, Ned the Dead, and he's always been a blast. <laughs> it was always Ned the Dead and uh, Joe Bob Briggs back when Joe Bob was on me. My wife would watch that stuff all the time. Yeah, it's a yeah, big reason Chicago, I'm excited I had to go to the But, uh, boy, I love Sonus Van Gulli. He was fucking awesome. Yeah, he's that's a pretty the, big one. That's one of the reasons I'm excited to go to uh, Horror Hound Weekend because Joe Bob Briggs is going to be there. Yeah, you definitely got to get a bumper from him. Man, I want, I, yeah, that'd be oh, so badass. So badass. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys hear the uh, the big interview he did for uh, those Black Academy Awards? No. Well, he got a lifetime achievement awesome. or something like that. Yeah, he did, and uh, he he gave like a hell of an acceptance speech, and he he like really did his research and knew his shit. It, pretty fucking awesome. I I would love to, uh, to catch up. more of his stuff. Did you ever watch him back when he was on cable? Kind of before your Negative. TV days, huh? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, and then and then when he made it to I think what USA or whatever the hell it was he was on, um, I was already like in, into other kinds of movies and stuff like that. So yeah. no, no, Joe Bob was like, Joe Bob was probably one of the best ones in my opinion because not only yeah. was he funnier than hell, he always had such an interesting take. He had just tons of really informa- uh, neat information, just stuff you because this was all pre-internet too, so this is before you could even. Just Google something. Yeah, he always had so much cool shit to talk about. Well, yeah, like the the Splattercast, they do that all out of Nebraska and everything. So he's like telling them where their drive-ins used to be and when they disappeared and why they were gone and where the nearest ones still are. And really? like he really knew his shit. I was I was impressed. Wow. That's cool. All right, undead. Well, I got thinking about it. I, I do like apocalyptic movies, but. Out of all those, I really like zombie movies. But then I get really specific with it. I'm more, out of all zombie movies, I prefer the viral zombie movies. Now, when you get specific with it, is that like right next to the Atlantic? <laughs> no, yes. that would be on the opposite. <laughs> but, uh, no. Yeah, sometimes viral... there's a whole continent in between them. <laughs> there's only one problem with that, though, Undead, because there are no such thing as viral zombies. I will say viral zombies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Viral zombies, because, you know, fuck it. You know, there's zombies still yet. There are zombies too. <laughs> Don't make me get all emotional. Here's the Viral Zombie Institute. <laughs> Leave the zombies alone. <laughs> Don't I got say you anything. Back. So, would Frankenstein be in that group then? No. Uh, How about the Wolfman? No. <laughs> Well, you know, there was a bunch of Twitter posts very similar to this just recently, right? Yeah, they even said the blob was a uh, zombie. Yeah. Oh, I love. Have you guys ever seen? And Transformers. Yeah, Transformers <laughs> were zombies. Optimus Prime is a zombie. I mean, come on, he was brought back from the dead. Oh, yes, he was. Oh my no, god. <laughs> oh, is that funny? No. Uh, don't worry Muffin I'm on your side man oh you guys totally even if it's two of us against the world (laughs) that sounds so gay (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry why why can't I quit you Muffin (laughs) 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 now we need that rope back music just playing Jay, I know you, Jay, got, you got that on there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find my ringtone. <laughs> ringtone. It's just, that, it's just. Let's, Jay loved that movie so much he recorded it as a ringtone. <laughs> just feel like a phone call from Mexico. That's what it does, isn't that right, Jay? 
no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Shut up, undead goddamn. <laughs> You guys gonna if, say if nobody part? gets that joke, you'll have to watch Brokeback Mountain to get it. Yes, you have to watch it to get it. Uh, I'm yeah. glad I don't get it then. All right, well, I, I had a hard time answering this one, too, even though it was my fucking question. I, I, I'm kind of a tie between Jay and Dan. I, I really like post-apocalyptic type movies. Yeah, more dystopian, maybe, like um, like the Blade Runner types. Uh, but I really like creature features, especially like the, the giant monsters. If it's a big monster, especially if it's like a real animal, but they just make it look big. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so awesome! <laughs> oh my those, god, like, giant what the hell was the name of that? Uh, the fucking giant the, iguana one. Yeah, oh, the one with the giant rabbits. Night of the Lepus. Yes, that movie yes. is so <laughs> <fucking great. laughs> yes. But that kind of leads me to the direction that I, I actually what I like are the 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 horror comedies. I, I like a horror movie I can laugh at. You know, for me, I, I like to get my gore and I like to get a good chuckle out of it besides. So those are kind of what I've broken down to. As much as I do love the sci-fi, because especially since I've been nerding out on all this Star Wars shit lately, sci-fi is a real close second. But the the, the, the horror comedies, which not all the comedy or not all the horror I watch is supposed to be comedy, but there's usually something entertaining. In there. Rhino, have you seen uh, the South Korean movie The Host? Yeah, we've already talked. Because that's a that's a creature movie with with some really funny elements in it. But I, you hate? Did you hate it? Yeah, I didn't get it. I I really I, liked the monster. Oh, it was I, awesome! I thought the CG monster was actually really good for it being a, a Korean movie. Definitely. I just I didn't get what they were trying to do because the 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 story was so fucking bipolar. It would go because <laughs> you gotta watch it again, man. Well, the guy it, loses. His... Watch it again as a horror comedy because that's really yeah. what it is. It's just really understated. That's... It's like the the same group of guys did. Uh, I think it's called like the Guard Post or something. It's like a, a North South Korea tension at the border kind of movie. Right. And if you watch it as a straight drama, you'll be bored to tears. But it's actually kind of a a really slow burn comedy. See, that's with the host. I just didn't get it because it seemed like it was supposed to be a comedy, but then all of a sudden it would break into these just really dark hunks because he loses his daughter, gets kidnapped by this thing, and then his family gets wiped out by the government. The government basically takes over. And... Yeah. That stuff's hilarious. I thought it was actually pretty good. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I, just I really enjoyed it. it. It just confused me. I'm like, Argh. And there's a reason why the monster looks so good. Yeah. They went to ILM for it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. see, they should have gone to Weta. I think Weta does a way better job than ILM these days. I was really days. impressed with the monster, though. I like the design, and I thought for the most part, there's a few scenes, maybe it wasn't perfect, but for a purely CG monster, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Did you see the scene where it's puking up the bones of the people it ate before? Yeah, that was Hell really yeah. God, I, I love that scene. I fell asleep. The little girl's sitting there. She's hiding in a place where, where the creature can't quite reach her, but it almost can. Right, because it drops it off like, like utility workers and shit. Yeah, and yeah. it starts puking up all the bones and and mostly digested body parts, and it, it, I thought it did really well as a horror comedy because it's it's got its comedic moments and it's really horrific horror moments too. No, it's me and my wife actually both agreed on that. When I fell asleep, she ended up watching the rest of it, but uh, that was one of the movies. Watch where it with I, your, watch it with your kids. Kids, uh, kids were bored by it. Kids started watching it and then headed upstairs. I'll send my kids down to Appleton. <laughs> you can watch with them. They love the movie. Yeah. It's it it yeah. I don't know. I'll maybe I'll watch it again sometime. Well, that's better than a podcaster. Uh, it basically leaves us with uh, movie murder ball. Well, the question for next week. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh. 
<laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> undead or not undead? Hey, that's not me. Jay just got some feedback for his other podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh man. I actually I had a couple other questions, and now for the life of me, I don't remember them. Well, I got one here. Um, I figured, uh, what is your uh, three favorite remakes and why? Oh, that's a good one. I like that. So. Yeah, I really like that one. Yeah, we can do that. That's that's perfect. Yeah, because I had a similar one that we can do some other time was uh, your three favorite sequels. See, that's what my question originally was. <laughs> was yeah. too. I like remakes, too, though. That's that's good. We'll go with that. All right. So that's next week's question. Start thinking. We got movie Murderball coming up. Play Ooh. intro here. Just remember the five D's of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. You can dodge the wrench, you can dodge a ball. What? Oh. Oh. It's time for Movie Murder Ball! You'll take my life, but I'll take yours too! You fire musket, but I'll run you through! So when you're waiting for the next attack, you better stand, there's no turning back! The field of serves, the times begins! But on this battlefield, no one wins! Fucking rocks. <laughs> yeah. I listened to much Iron Maiden so, today. This week's, very happy. this week's movie Murder Ball was Undead's movie. And he got to watch the original The, the Day the Earth Stood Still. And you want to tell us about it? Yeah. Um, let's see. Movie starts off really suddenly. You know, a little bit more sudden than I was expecting it to uh, for such an old film. You know, it pretty much starts off with the UFO getting ready to land and i really like that montage at the beginning because um between the newscasters all over the world because it wasn't done in a cheesy way that most black and white films do those type of montages where it's a spinning newspaper or or that every country speaks english no they fucking had it where each country spoke their fucking language and it was something unique and it's something that you see in films even today done up exactly that same way and uh, I thought the UFO looked good yeah. for the movie. Yeah, this is I'm, kind of the quintessential UFO. You know, this is a flying saucer. Yeah, and it looked good. Yeah, I mean, uh, especially for such an old film. I mean, it was quite awesome. How, how it well, looked. and that was because uh, I actually watched the movie myself, and what sucked was it wasn't in the sixteen point nine uh, aspect ratio. It was just in the regular. Yeah. Uh, but I was really impressed with how clear it was. You know, the, oh, yeah. the clarity on the the print was really nice. It's it's really easy to watch. The this is a, a good looking black and white movie. You know, the contrast on everything is really crisp, clean. The audio is really good. And I have a tendency when I watch uh, just about any black and white movie to just kind of lose interest occasionally. And I can honestly say I did not lose interest in this yeah. at all. I mean. I watched the remake long, long back when it was in theaters, uh-huh. and uh, I, I liked the remake, so 
I was kind of going in this to be like, well, I'll either hate the original because I like the remake, or I'll love the original because I like the remake. And I have to say, I, I really love this because the remake kind of took everything and tossed it around a little bit. But it's similar. Yeah, it's you know, similar. It's a similar story. Did it change your view at all of the remake now? No, no. I mean, if anything, it made my uh, view of the remake even stronger that it, it is so close to the original source. For me, too. Because I actually, me and the wife went and saw the the remake in the theater, and we weren't real wild about it. But after seeing this, it actually does kind of bring it back up. The story was pretty much all there. Yeah. And... um uh, I, I also like how this one really does, especially at a time when movies weren't making much of a message, it does get that message apart uh, out there that fear is human yeah. nature's first reaction to anything. Yeah. And that's the best way to get a reaction out of the people is use fear. Yeah, see, in the remake, it was more about, uh, I don't know if I'd say global warming, but it's more about how the humans are treating the environment and treating the planet. The original, it's more about, because this is fresh out of World War II and just coming into Korea, this is more about human beings not being able to not wage war. Yeah. Similar ideas, just slightly different topics. Which, I mean, honestly, I think the remake, they could have still used the original oh, yeah. story plot. I mean... Which is, what's interesting, too, is even some of the shots, because this is filmed in 1951, and in 1951, there still isn't a space program. So they yeah. do show some stuff from outer space that actually doesn't look too bad when realistically they didn't know. They, yeah. You know, because there was Sputnik hadn't even happened in uh, 51 yet. So it was it was pretty interesting. And uh, one thing I, I had to wonder about was uh, his safe demonstration yeah. to the world. Yeah. I, gotta, I don't know how safe it is because you got to think of hospitals exactly. how many That's people were on thinking, yeah. <laughs> well it, it almost seemed like too much too because it it seemed a little too heavy-handed you know yeah. like that was a pretty big display of powder to, to shut down the whole planet in one shot you know yeah um for uh, maybe a quick synopsis of this uh alien comes from outer space to earth and when he gets here he's mistakenly shot and captured by the u.s government who basically, you know, typical Americans decide that he's their property since he landed in the U.S. They decide <laughs> that they're going to detain him. They're going to detain him until they can figure out why he's here and what he's doing. But what he wants to do is he wants to talk to the whole world at one time. He doesn't want to talk to one government at a time. He wants to talk to everybody at one shot. Well, the U.S. doesn't want to let him talk to anybody else until they've heard what he has to say. So he escapes. Spends basically the next 45 minutes kind of getting to know just your average human beings here and there. But friends, a little boy, kind of like the remake. Except for in this one, because in this one, uh, the original, the little boy actually really likes him. But in the remake, the little boy really wants to kill the alien, which is yeah. a pretty stark contrast between the two there. But yeah, so he basically comes to Earth with the same, in both movies it's the same thing. Change your ways or we're going to destroy you. And that was kind of the main underlying theme. He does have a heart point. of gold moment, though, where he uh, decides to save the planet, which pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I actually I was sitting there thinking, oh, my God, this movie's actually going to destroy the Earth. That's going to be so fucking cool. And then, yeah. no. See, to God. me, 
the way I would describe this one is this is a horror movie for adults. You know, because there's there's no real monsters or anything like that. This is the kind of stuff that would make adults nervous. I don't know how big of a deal this might have been for kids. But this is a, it's, it's a slower-paced, more deliberate movie. It's got subtler undertones to it. Uh, it's just it's a really grown-up sci-fi horror movie for the time. I really liked it, too, though. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, this is one I'll, I'll definitely watch again. Yeah, yeah I'd like to get the, uh, the letterbox newer print version of it. Yeah, I mean, hell, we should do it for the podcast sometime. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to do some more classic stuff like that. You know, some of the older things that are on there. The Fly. Yeah, I really like The Fly. The Fly is good. I like both of them. I like the the original and the remake. Yeah, I definitely like the idea of exploring uh, really some of the some of the best that Interview has to offer too. Because we have definitely hit some of the shittiest yeah. stuff out there. Oh yeah, yeah we, we have. We need to get more of the good ones and and less of the bad ones because. We got yeah. sandbagged on like uh, fucking antibodies. Ugh. This is this is a genuine classic. This is a movie everybody should see. You know, you yeah. may not like it, but this is definitely a movie you should at least see. Yeah, I'm surprised I hadn't hadn't already seen it before this. But well, that's cool. What'd you give it for a rating? I gave it five. Wow. I I really liked it. Wow. I mean, uh, and if yeah. a if a black and white movie can hold me to the point where I got a computer sitting on one side, I mean guitar in the corner and a sketch pad over here and I'm not touching any of them. Yeah. It it, oh. it deserves a five. Yeah, I gave it a three and a half because to me it was a little slower. I, I like seeing a little more action in my movies, but it, I like the story and it, to me the, the big thing was not just the story, but when it came out because you know, post-World War II everybody was so fucking rah-rah pro-US pro to yeah. have this this movie basically come out for the most part, the U.S. is almost the bad guy throughout this whole movie. Yeah, it's fucking ballsy. Yeah, I mean that's that's a big statement to make in 1951. But uh, I I I did I liked it. I could I could maybe go to a four on this, but I don't know how many more times I'd rewatch it. You know, fours are are movies I would rewatch quite a bit. I don't know how often I would rewatch this one. I could watch at least four or five times a year. I think so. It's cool. I'm glad you liked it. Hmm. Oh yeah, and that's, that's what cool. I. You wanna? Uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, oh, I figured uh, you were getting asked me what yep. movie. I yeah, actually, I was. What's uh, what's ah. next week's movie? Okay, this one I actually like. This one is not like me trying to punish people, and I'm <laughs> clarifying this because <laughs> Dan, Dan brought this up a moment ago. What? Oh, gee, no. wonder why Brokeback Muffin. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like these movies. These cheap low ones because they're funny, and I pick. Mulva zombie ass kicker. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. And I'm Is it not on you? Yes, yeah, it's on Instagram. Both of them are. Oh, my God. That's the only I way like... they can distribute them. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I gave it three stars. I mean, it's not like it's the best damn thing oh, ever. Still, it's, yeah, that's a, that's a have, light. Have, have you and Rhino both seen it, Dan? I have not. I have yeah, just heard not. how much Dan hates it. <laughs> yeah, that's all. <laughs> I've heard a lot of other people too, because I think Brother D, Brother D, loathes these movies. Oh, it's, they're hilarious! They're, I, I like the person who hates it more than anything is Florida Possum. She absolutely abhors this movie. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, we're gonna find out. Roll <sighs> the dice. Yeah, Dan, I'm gonna leave this up to you. What we're gonna do is we're going in oh. order for the week. I have a six-sided dice sitting right yep. on my desk. And that's what, as always, I am ready for Dungeons well, & Dragons. All I want to do is explain how we're doing uh, who gets what numbers. Because what we're okay. doing is we're going 
in the order of who picked the movie, and then we're just going around because uh, I'm last. So Undead picked the movie, which makes me next, you know, in our normal okay. order. So I will be one and two. Okay. Which makes you three and four. Here, I'll I'll drag my daughter over and have her make the dice roll. Since she can't actually hear what you guys are saying, she'll be an impartial judge. Okay. Come here, kid. Well, like I said, I'm one and two. You're three and four, and Jay okay. is five and six. All right. Roll this dice and tell us what the roll is, kid. Purple. What's the number? <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Five. It's a five. Oh, shit. Jesus, is she dumb. <laughs> Jay, I just tell you, if you go in this like movie looking for a funny. serious movie, it's not going to be any good. But if you go into it just for laughs, you'll enjoy it. So coming from Undead, I'll probably despise this movie. No, I fucking... In it. <laughs> no, I fucking hate it. Uh, Brokeback. Yeah. I gave broke back out because I was hoping a way of coaxing Dan into watching it because I just thought it would be funny to hear how he <laughs> respond. <sighs> it seems I, I'm, I'm going to have to make it for a weekly suggestion. To my respect for Ang Lee because I actually visually liked what he did in, in The Hulk. I just thought that the storyline and acting were shit. And uh, I've always loved all of his uh, Asian movies. I just I don't want to see what he does with gay cowboys. It's not a genre that interests me. Is Ang Lee the one that did the Friday, uh, Freddy versus Jason? Yeah, I think so. Is that so. the same one? I think so. Okay. Because I like Freddy yeah. versus Jason. I was pretty interested. Hell yeah. 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 But, uh, all right. Well, Jay, if you're nice, maybe I'll try and watch it with you so we can talk about it one more. It's, it's funny. It's, yeah. it's retarded <laughs> funny. you got to turn your brain off almost. Hmm. But let me know it, what day you guys are gonna watch it. I'll watch it with you and party, and it won't be so bad if there's three of us there to suffer at once. <laughs> if I can join in, I'll watch it again. I really did like it. So I mean, that's the sad yeah. part. What we'll you, hear muffin gush over it. What are you guys doing tomorrow? You guys doing anything Friday night? I'm I'm going to the hospital oh. again. They've uh, moved my dad to a new one, so that's good. With better equipment. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Fucking sleeping pills are waking people up out of vegetated states. Yeah, that was that movie with Robin Williams um, and De Niro. That was the same thing they did there. Oh, oh really? Like, yeah. What was the name of that one with De Niro and this, was it? Uh, that was Insomnia. I thought Insomnia. Yeah. Were they in a coma? No, that know. wasn't Insomnia. That was like Sleepwalkers or something like. No. All right, that's it. To Google. <laughs> <laughs> to Google. <laughs> Is that our new tribal call? Are we going to do where the wild things are? To Google! To Google! <laughs> we're all on our horses. Did our you see? horses of the apocalypse. Ah, Christ, the hero. The <laughs> <laughs> hero is sleeping. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I watched Dune. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I bought a copy. Of, I bought that copy of Dune that was uh, on sale. I fell asleep during it. It's, yeah, I, that, I still, that tends to happen. Yeah, it's, it's only like 40 hours long. I enjoy it. Uh, where the fuck are you here? Sleepers. Sleepers. I will uh, have to watch that now. Wasn't that the one about the reform school where all the boys get raped by uh, the the Kurgan? <laughs> Tom Clancy? Or not Tom Clancy. Um, what's his face? Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, no. The guy who played the Kurgan. It's Clancy something. Clancy Ferguson? Yeah, this isn't Sleepers isn't the right one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the Sleepers one. is is the one that's like it's uh the devil's backyard or whatever okay. the fuck. Or, yeah, know. I'm just kind of going down his thing here. 
Yeah, I thought that was pretty Hell's crazy. Hell's Kitchen, that's it. <laughs> Baconing. This is some exciting podcasting. That's what uh, it is. <laughs> go on to Google. We're going to do this a search. No, check out Awakenings. It's with uh, De Niro and uh, Robin Williams. And it's basically See, what, the same thing. See, I love Robin Williams uh, because, weirdly enough, my dad and Robin Williams look about a lot alike. <laughs> so that's why I Robin like Robin Williams, Williams so much. Shit. Yeah. Yes, it's hilarious. The it's guy can fun. fucking act, too. He's he peaked in the Fisher King, as far as I'm concerned. I wasn't real wild about that one. Too many emotions. Oh, I like old dogs. <laughs> Did you I haven't that? watched old dogs yet. Yeah, I've watched that a long time ago when it first came out in the theaters. My, my wife was really pissed at me because I refused to watch it this weekend. <laughs> she was not happy. <laughs> I put my foot down and says, no. <laughs> yeah, but y'all watch, watch the movie whenever... Uh, Right. We'll just kind of keep an eye on Skype. Maybe throw something yeah. on Skype. Cool. Okay. Or even email, because I don't usually have Skype on. I've usually got Ventrilo on for playing World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, I keep my Skype turned off because my laptop is shitty. So if Skype's up and I'm running, Skype, everything I meant, runs. I'm sorry, I meant Twitter. Yeah. Oh, Twitter. Fuck, yeah. I'm always on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter is what I'm Yeah, you're, you're, you are Twitter whore undead. I have to admit I've slowed down a little bit with uh, recent events, but uh, once everything gets a little bit happier in my life, I will uh, fucking be back to being the Twitter whore I once was. <laughs> we all uh, can't wait. I love opening <laughs> up my Twitter and I have a page of Undead Muffin. <laughs> yeah. I tried not to do that and then... It's Hell my favorite it. It gives social. Me something to read. <laughs> so you you all actually fucking enjoy all that shit. I well, mean, I, I mean the, the the stuff that can be enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's more like the humor of Muffin than you know the fact yeah. that I don't like reading a ton of stuff, but if it's from you, it's worth reading. <laughs> yeah, I I got a way too active imagination, and uh, I got to do something with it, and that's what Twitter gives me is that advantage. See, I just like, masturbate, be- and that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm married to. I'm not allowed. So, huh? yeah, I'm not allowed. So, huh? Somebody now looking into that deal. Yeah. So, oh, she but I'll I'll Twitter going down the road. You know, and that sounds bad. It sounds <laughs> like I'm talking about masturbating, doesn't it? Yeah. You know what, uh, Muffin? I understand in many places you can go into like a bathroom or something and just crank one out really quick. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I, don't I can't do... believe your marriage has a no masturbation clause. I, wow. It's more or less just a joke. I can't even joke. finish a day of work. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I just don't. Some guys, I'll be just, back. I'll be honest with you. Oh just... He's got to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whoops. But um. No, I think it's, it's more it's exciting every time you do it, Undid. <laughs> you know, the fact that she doesn't want you to do it just makes it dirty and funner. I'm joking. <laughs> I, as far as I know, she really doesn't mind. I'm just yeah, kind of It's like you're cheating on her. <laughs> well, that's, the I, that's the way I would feel, so I, won't, I, I don't. So, yeah. It's uh, not cheating if you use her underwear to clean up. <laughs> I don't even wash the laundry. I'm not going to make her wash cum-stained laundry. Well, well you oh, know what's most... You know that's what the most sensitive better. part of Undead's ears are when he's master, or Undead is when he's masturbating. That's his ears. You got <laughs> listen to them footsteps. Uh, uh, my ears? What? Crickets. Crickets. Bad joke. I want to hear your own jokes during my own joke. Damn it. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> about made a fart noise for crickets. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, that's a cricket. <laughs> no, that's, that's a, a hobo out in the yard. I think this podcast is over. No, no, it's it's got to last oh. all night. This is going to be a 24 hour episode. Still got to talk about what we're doing next week. And uh, I was going to say, I'm. What are we forgetting here? I'm <laughs> fucking half awake. Um, yeah, I think that's really. Does that mean you're half asleep? The only thing we're really missing, I think, is just what what we're watching next week. Because Undead took my turn, so we're back to Dan. So, what man, that made that? me feel bad the way you said it. Oh, you just yeah, say you made you it did. sound like you didn't ever get a turn. Because well, me and Undead did a little swapping. <laughs> Ooh, sexy oh. hot movie swapping. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Dirty hoes. So <laughs> Undead get, didn't pick a hot movie, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh God, I I, I do apologize, cold. and I also apologize for the listeners for even having to uh, listen to us talk about this. I'm actually just movie. glad was... we all agreed. I did not want to have to deal with somebody who thought this was a four star movie. Oh, like, my, oh god. my fucking god, was this movie brutal? This was easily the worst movie we've watched yet. Yeah, at least for the podcast, because that one, the one that me and Dan watched that one time. Um, oh. Antibodies was it? Antibodies. Antibodies yeah, was that wasn't just us. us though. I'm pretty sure that that Jay and or Muffin were there too. I, thought, I know we had I, someone uh, else there with us. I thought Jay couldn't get on. I thought it was just you and me, and we finally just got. Sick oh, so of I, I think that was before on. Muffin joined us. Yeah, it was okay. before. It was like a week. And I was. Uh, that, that's the week that my uh, Xbox Live was down. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Comments yeah. were made that perhaps your Xbox quote broke yeah. so you could get out of the movie. <laughs> that movie was. <laughs> that was. That one, yeah. What's it called? I'll watch it just see how bad it is. Antibodies. Oh, go ahead and see it. Antibodies. It's got more Wang than uh, Brokeback. It's it's German <laughs> or Dutch or something like that. So it's all German. subtitles, but it just. It's really incoherent and boring. It's just boring. And for the record, yep. Brokeback has no Wang in it. I think Jay projected Wang. <laughs> Did you go back him. and watch it? <laughs> yes. Sir. I Wang went back because I'm like, how could I miss cock? I mean, I, I don't want to pick up <laughs> any God, that's got to go in the pro. How could I miss cock? <laughs> <laughs> do you miss cock? Dad watches every movie cock? eager for the next scene of cock. I'm so fat, I miss cock all the time. I look down, I don't see it. So. And Dad's got a dicky do. Oh, you got a Twitter, Kevin Smith, sometimes. You know what would be really funny is on our uh, our podcast shirts, you know, right at the very bottom there, just put your dick so you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> How sweet would that be on a movie night podcast logo up top and right at the very bottom? What's that? Oh, nothing. <laughs> and a dead. A, a dicky do is your belly sticks out farther than your dicky do. Oh, yeah, I never heard that before. Yeah, I, my belly stuck out so much further than for most of my life. <laughs> God damn you, Super Nintendo. And crickets. <laughs> so, uh, so next week, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, I have selected for... what I believe is going to be an actual good movie. I I, I have it on every authority. Uh, several podcasts have reviewed this, and it sounds like it's going to be a good movie. It's 2009's Antichrist no, with that, uh, Willem Dafoe and Charlotte Gainsbourg, um, directed by directed and written by Lars von Trier. Available on Instant View. Uh, it looks like it's a going to be a pretty good movie and if it isn't i 
will walk off into the corner and kill myself or something. Because I, I, I won't watch. I it have again. to eventually select a good movie. I will not watch this movie again. It is shit. I've watched it before. I'll go ahead and tell you it is shit. Antichrist? The 2009 Antichrist? Because it just hit instant view like last week. I'm just fucking with you. I've not watched it. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. I've heard people say that, though. I have heard on, because this has been a pretty big one on the podcast here and there. And I have heard some people that just absolutely fucking hated this movie. Well, I can't Willem wait to, Defoe's to see what the goblin is. Willem Dafoe the goblin. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, he would have been way better without the mask. If they his face is creepy, creepy enough. Yeah. Well, let's He's just the best hope. Part of Saints. Hell yeah, fag. Hey, hey Jay, did well, you see Boondock? Well, Boondock Saints too. <laughs> yeah, because that's uh, uh, my wife could have brought her home as a pre street, and she didn't. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I didn't know you wanted to watch it. <laughs> Damn it's Boondock Saints 2. Yeah. I've I seen the trailer for it, and the trailer looks bad as hell. The trailer looks badass. The trailer was so good, it made me go back and watch the first one. <laughs> yeah, I watched the first one just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, oh God. Don't ask me. The, the one movie I really wanted to talk about, I finally watched Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels this week. Nice. Oh, man, that I love that movie. That, sure have you seen I've Snatch seen yet? Yeah, I, I saw Snatch a long time ago, and I loved Snatch. Uh, this this Snatch, movie is a blueprint. Lock, stock, and Layer Cake are like a really good trilogy together. This is this is the blueprint for a movie I will like. Just do what Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels did, and I will love that fucking yeah. movie. That movie was freaking God, that movie, it is so awesome. And I, I think that Shaun of the Dead really takes a lot from it. Yeah. Um, the, the way the action is just chop, chop, chop into the action, and, you know, and then we see the results of it and stuff like that. Yeah. So, what yeah, kind yeah, of movie is it? Is it an action movie or? Oh yeah, it's a ah. British action film. Yeah, it's 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 maybe crime drama. It's not drama. It's more of a mobster action movie because it's like the British mob and stuff. Ooh. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's if you've seen Snatch, it's a lot of the same uh, actors, and it's a similar well, story type. I've uh, I've seen Snatch, but yeah, if you. To me, Snatch, I seen the movie. Snatch was half a star better than Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, but Snatch is fucking amazing. And this one's just, yeah. to me, it's just a little slightly less refined than Snatch. It's just, you can tell it's the earlier version. Mm-hmm. You know, this this was the blueprint for Snatch, and when he did Snatch, Snatch nailed it. Not, yeah, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels is definitely an own. That's one you buy. Yep. Cool. Uh, can but, I uh, if you like day? those two... Rhino, you do definitely want to try and look up Layer Cake. That's a very similar story. It's um, oh, God, I'm fucking like forgetting every Daniel Craig. Um, he he does a fantastic job in Layer Cake, and it's yeah. a very similar kind of story. Well, that's, I was always looking at like uh, Rock and Rolla, and then Revolver, and some of those other ones. But I've Revolver heard so many, sucks. That's Ooh. I've heard a million people say that those are all shitty. Yeah, check out Layer Cake and check out Lucky Number Slevin. Those are going to be really similar kind of dramas with with a lot of the same kind of action and, and yeah, I uh, like Lucky Number Slevin. So. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Bruce yeah, Willis did sure. such a good job in that. All right, well, I think that's a podcast. Think hey, right. you want to? We'll, we'll end it on a high note. Oh wait, what about? Uh, oh wait, never mind. I forgot. So you want to give out all of our information one more time real quick, just in case somebody decides to ever send us back yeah. feedback? Yeah. Let's pretend. 
Let's pretend somebody's <laughs> yeah. listening to this. And please, if please, you, please send us an email at movienightpodcast at hotmail.com. Don't bother. I ain't playing it. Fuck <laughs> or, or call us at 206-666-4619. Or, call, or uh, visit our website at movienightpodcast.wordpress.com. You can get to our motherfucking forums there or our goddamn Twitters. Motherfucking forums. What are we, Motion Picture Massacre now? <laughs> I love oh. one so much. He is so awesome. I've never listened to them yet. So Yeah. He's entertaining. All all the douches have, have really good podcasts. I'm waiting for that new douche cast to come out. Have you guys ever seen their uh, covering uh, Meet the Feebles? Have any of you hmm. ever seen that? No. No. Huh. It's a, it's a Peter Jackson movie that came out right after Bad Taste. It's in between Bad Taste and... Um, Dead Alive, it's fucking awful. It is <laughs> awful. It's like the Muppets with herpes. Oh, oh wow. That sounds tasty. <laughs> well, it sounds like a movie that should be fucking hilarious, but it is so bad. I hated it. I watched the whole thing, but fuck, I hated that movie. It was brutally bad. <laughs> so I'm kind of curious to see what they have to say about it. The fact that they're covering it means they probably liked it, so I'm kind of curious to see what they got to say. But... Yeah. All right, so we got Anna Christ oh. and Mulva. Great Zombie movie. ass kicker. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, if that's sorry, it, then uh, I, I guess uh, this is Apocalypse Dan signing out. This is Jay Dirty. Catch you later. This is Undead Muffin. And this is Rhino. See you next week. Bye, everyone. Later. Later. He's a pig. 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 He's a big, He's a big, He's a big, He's a big,